Hey everyone, today is Tuesday, the 25th of October, 2016. This is The Gap, episode 343. I am Luke Laurie. Job Gilroy is here. I am here. Why do you always pause so long there? Like, another <laughs> Job Gilroy is going to jump in and be like, oh, that's me. So uh, it's, it's a little thing called comedy, okay? Uh, I want to... Did you ever, like, have you seen the top 10 highlights on the NBA? No. NBA.com. You notice how so I on, did a pause on, for you there? I, I did notice it was good. Uh, <laughs> on on NBA.com, um, the dude who does the, uh, like, readout. The pirate or the um, the normal guy? The normal guy. Okay. Do you know who I'm talking about when I say the pirate guy? I have no idea. There's a guy that sounds like a pirate. Oh. I don't think I've heard him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've, you've definitely- I just oh, haven't yeah. associated him with piracy, I suppose. But um, the the guy does it. There was a period of time where he was like slowly condensing the amount of time it took him to say NBA top ten until like and like nobody really paid much attention to it until like some one day some dude on Reddit like compiled all like just uh, over the course of a year every single time he's done the NBA top 10 and how it's gotten shorter every time. And he's like started out and it's like NBA top 10. And then it's NBA top 10. NBA top 10. And yeah, they just got faster and faster and faster and faster. And uh, yeah, that's what I was sort of thinking of, you know, every week I just pause a little longer. Yep. But I had to do it like incremental amounts so that people wouldn't really notice. And then one day, the pause is like four minutes long and you're like, are you there, Joe? That was my thinking. You know how, you know that prank where you move someone's like shit on their desk a centimeter every day and they never really notice. Hmm. And one day they're like sitting far across, you know, that prank where like you Photoshop Gary Busey into the back of someone's background and so, they never really notice, and you slowly make it more and more clearer and clearer until suddenly they can see it. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty funny. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I still check, and I see like faces in my backgrounds. I'm like, oh my god, have they done it again? And it's no, it's, I'm just seeing shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's cool. That's a cool thing you've done. Hey, happy birthday! Thanks, man. Yeah. Um. I'm going to do something that could be a bit weird right now, but I'm going to play one of those NBA videos and see if this is the pirate guy. Okay. Obviously, you won't hear it, but if it is, I'll send it to you. Okay. But everybody at home will be able to hear. Oh, okay. I was going to say. All right. You ready? Yep. No, it's not him. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Never mind. I'm trying to find him. He sounds like a fucking pirate. Yeah. Oh, it's so That's- good. This is fascinating audio, I think. Uh, I think it's is. really good. I might sit here. I'm like, I'm on Google right now being like pirate NBA announcer highlights. Well, why don't we talk about basketball? We can talk about basketball. Because basketball is back, baby. It's back tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? Yeah. Or Thursday? Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, who's playing tomorrow? Warriors, right? New York and Cleveland. And yeah, I think the Warriors are playing. I don't know. But uh, that means fantasy basketball is back. It is. I just typed in NBA schedule. Um, tomorrow it says Cavaliers versus TBD. Um, versus TBD? Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so the Knicks are more organized than ever before. Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, Utah is playing Portland tomorrow as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's not a good thing. Uh, yeah, but uh, fantasy basketball is back, and that is a good thing. It is. We had our draft on Sunday. We did. And that's about it, huh? Uh, well, we could talk about how it went, I guess. Um, so, I guess this season we've got... I think we've got more players this season, right? Two more players. We ended up with something like that. I don't know. Uh, but we got some fresh blood in there this season. Um, yeah. And we're doing the same process as last year, which is a snake draft where basically it randomizes an hour beforehand... And um, each team gets to pick from, uh, they get an allocation between 1 and 12, and then it goes in reverse order. So, if you if you get first pick of the draft, then you get 24th pick next. Yeah. Uh, whereas, if you get 12th pick in the draft, you get 12 and 13 to pick uh, simultaneously. Well, yeah, one after the other. So, there's kind of advantages and disadvantages of going, um, you know, depending on where you're fitted. But, yeah, it, sh- it should theoretically even out. At some stage. Yep. Yeah, so uh, I managed to get second pick, which is the highest I think I've ever gotten in the draft. Sure. You, you got five, which is Fifth. what you're pretty much aiming for. Uh, that's, pick. yeah, I think it's the perfect, pretty much the perfect spot. Except uh, for the part where um, I think you wanted sixth because I- you, you picked fifth and you picked LeBron James for some reason instead of Steph For Curry. some reason? What are you talking about? <laughs> Steph Curry is fucked. Okay, you're fucking bananas. Why would you pick any warrior? That's bananas. No, don't even talk to me about this shit, okay? Okay, because I sat there for fucking the full 60 seconds that I had agonizing over whether or not I picked Curry and Jane or James. And I went with LeBron James and I am convinced I made the correct decision. Okay. So fuck you, I guess, what I'm getting at. Yeah? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, good. Just so you know. Uh, but yes, LeBron James, who did you pick? I picked... Um, oh. So Drew went first and he picked Russell Westbrook. Fucking of course. Yeah. Uh, and I went second. I picked James Harden. And I think that's a good one. It's a good pick. He did me well last year. Yeah. Uh, so you're tanking, you're punting turnovers. Then Pretty I much. Yeah, because the next... Um, the other person I picked up was on my third pick was... John Wall as a point guard, so pretty much right, tanking. So, yep. Pretty much tanking turnovers. Sure. Who was your second pick? Uh, my second pick was Pau Gasol. I needed a Santa. That's so Pau fucking Paul. insane. Why didn't you get like? Oh my god, it's so crazy. It's such a crazy second pick. Nah. Oh my god. He was he was ranked up there, like not as high as what I picked him. I think like, um, thirty something, but. Yeah, I don't know. I just needed I needed a power forward <laughs> or a center. You just love power. You love power so fucking much. It's ridiculous. Well, I just don't know how he's going to play in, in this like new system. I'll tell you how he's going to play. Like an old man. Because he's an old man. He's not an old man. You're crazy. He's like, like the third highest scorer in the, the Olympics. <laughs> I'm making up stats. <laughs> Pretty sure the third highest scorer was the guy from China. What? You reckon? I think he was, yeah. The guy the Lakers just let go today. My second pick was Jimmy Butler. 
which is a fucking great pick. Okay. Uh, great get, I you think. You nearly got Paul George. Oh, I know. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, nearly got Paul George one away. That would have been a better pick. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Paul George would have been amazing, and I was praying that I'd get him, but I think I was surrounded by auto picks. So, yeah, uh, yeah I was just getting screwed. We had people not show up for the draft. And uh, if they don't show up for the draft, they just pick whoever's next on the, like, auto rankings. Yeah. uh, Unless they've specifically set up an auto picking, like, list of their own beforehand. Um, So, yeah, I I got – and then I got uh, either Ricky Rubio or Paul Millsap. I'm not sure who – which of those I picked before the other. Uh, Must have been Paul Millsap, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I'm 87% sure it was Paul Millsap. Um, And again, happy with that. Didn't get Rubio until sixth sixth pick when apparently I was like, I need lots and lots of point guards apparently. So I picked up Gore and Dragic before that. Rubio is good though. Rubio, I think he's going to have a good year. Uh, And so that's why I picked him up when I could. Yep. Um, but yeah, I reckon Drew has made a put together a really good team, and Alex has put together a pretty good team, as he always does. Um, yeah. I reckon those two are the the two to beat. DeAndre Jordan again, of course, <laughs> as always. Um, but Drew's got Bestbrook. He's got Andrew Wiggins, like Jabari Parker. He's got a lot of like young, young talent. Guys, a yeah. lot of upside and he's also got obvious MVP Russell Westbrook so mm. yeah unless he gets injured unless he gets injured from having to carry too much <clears throat> yeah like the entire team um yep. I did I picked uh, Ennis Cantor though as a center because I think he'll get more like game time right with Ibaka out oh uh, yep yep and as um you know with Russell running the show so I don't know maybe that might work out sure yeah. And you stashed Reggie Jackson. Yeah, I stashed uh, Reggie Jackson. Um, I think it said he was coming back in like two months, maybe. I, I, I can't remember. I don't don't know why I looked at it, but uh, I know I've had him before and he did pretty good. Um, yeah, but how, like, how long do you hold on to this dude for? I only need him for the finals. You, what you're stashing for the finals? <laughs> we'll see. No, well, I'm you not have stashing. Loads of injured players. I've got three injuries at the moment. Ben Simmons as well, which is, I mean, yeah, classic last pick. But uh, yeah, well, I've, I I picked him twelfth round because I thought going to thirteenth, someone would definitely take him, and I was like the second last pick in the twelfth. So I thought, fuck, I'm going to snap him. <laughs> I'll snap him up <laughs> just yep. in case. Just in case one of you crazy bastards was going to take him. Yeah, yeah, I was, actually. Yeah. I was going to pick him or uh, Marky Chris, who's the only other rookie I think is... Uh, Mark S. Chris, uh, who's the only other rookie I think is worth grabbing. Hmm. Uh, in my highly uneducated opinion. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, now that, now that we've all drafted... Yep. Uh, we get to fully understand uh, the nature of how you fucked us with the waiver wire. I don't understand what this paying... Like, do we get money back? Or do we have $100 for the entire season? Um, I think it's 100 for the entire season. 
but <laughs> I will um I will I'll fuck around with it if we get to a point where we're running out of money. But I feel like a hundred bucks is enough. Well, I've already spent three. What have you spent three dollars on? We haven't even fucking started yet, Job. On it's fixing not- my shitty drafting. Well, that's not my fault. You should you should spend your money wisely. I am spending it wisely on fixing my shitty team. Yeah. Alec Burks. I was guaranteed Alec Burks would be fucking starting for the Jazz, but he's fucking out. <laughs> what have I done to myself? Yeah. Fuck. So the idea of the, the money TJ is- TJ McConnell off. For when, when, like, somebody drops a big name, we can fucking fight for it. <laughs> It'd be funny. No, but that never happens. No, it will, though. It'll happen, though. When's it going to happen? Like, say someone gets injured. Right. And they're out for, I don't know, that they're coming back like March next year. Like, do you hang on to that player or do you throw down fucking 60 bucks and try and get them and stash them away? Right. Yeah. So let's say, you know, because like it's auctioned the whole time, right? It's not like people go off the auction, right? Uh, it's auction the whole time, yeah. So say say it gets to a point where um, you know February comes and everybody hears his players coming back. Like let's, then what let's, happens? Yeah, February comes and they're like, we think Chris Bosch is coming back. Yep, Chris Bosch coming back. We should no- all shit our pants and we spend everything we've got. It's no longer a case of who's at the top of the the auto pick list, right? Um, it's now who's going to throw the most money down, unless you tie. Unless you tie, in which that case, then it goes to an, uh, a waiver order. Right. Um, but if you throw the most money down, then you'll get it. But that then can screw you around for, like, if you're dropping players every week and swapping them all the time. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. Oh, interesting how this is, uh, <laughs> yes, been designed to fuck with Job. It's just designed like Job said. to fuck around with the rules and see how we go. See how we can fuck Job even harder into losing more and more and more. Yep. Perfect. Good. Good to know. Yeah. Fucking Origin is doing... Updates, right? Uh, it's doing, like, notifications now? Get the fuck out of here, Origin. Yeah. I switched like, it off. Oh, I've had had it switched off. Right. Oh, my God. Everyone's playing fucking Battlefield. Fuck off. Like, how do I do it? I had it switched off. My, my problem with Origin at this point is that I have told it a billion times that not to make me appear invisible when I start. Hmm. And yet it still does. Every single time Origin starts on appearing invisible. Uh, and uh, now, it's, now it's giving me notifications about people fucking playing. I changed all this shit. What the fuck? Give me a notification in sound when a friend signs in, signs out, starts a game, quits a game, starts broadcasting, stops broadcasting, incoming voice chat, incoming chat message, fuck the fuck off, you fucking pricks. How about you never make any sounds at all about anything at all, including achievements, because I don't give a fuck, and yeah, how about no notifications? How about that? How about we do that? No notifications at all. Fuck, fucking, fucking origin, you fucking prick thing. This is great. Um, I'm going back to the pirate guide. Give, give me one sec. Okay. Origin in game. How do I make it? Stop talking. Stop, Stop talking.
What are you doing? You're ruining my fucking- my- my thing I'm doing. I didn't realize you'd found the pirate guy. Yeah, just chill. Just chill one sec. I think I found him. Go. Uh, ready? Is the top ten yeah, from Wednesday's action. Number ten comes from Los Angeles. Nick Young beating the clock at Staples Center. Okay, I'm going to pause this for everyone at home, but I'm going to send you the link. Sure. And then you tell me this guy sounds like a fucking pirate. All right, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna play it now for everyone at home. Gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep playing it. Fortunately, okay. came up a bit short. How do I look at things? Houston, great hustle by the Rockets. Corey Brewer denied an easy layup from Moutier. That's the kind of hustle you, you gotta love from the Houston Rockets. Number eight, Ish Smith to Anthony Davis for the reverse alley oop. Pelican. I have a question. Yep. <laughs> this is great. This is great. Dude. What? Do you know what a pirate's supposed to sound like? Arr. That's not what that dude sounds like. Did I send you the wrong link? <laughs> <laughs> That's. He doesn't sound like a pirate. Luke. He sounds like a fucking pirate. He doesn't though. He sounds like he's putting on a funny voice, but it's not a pirate voice. Dude, press Control F. Yeah, on the uh, comments, and now type in pirate. See what happens. What a bunch of other delusional lunatics will agree with you, but that doesn't mean you're right, right? Like it's just, it's, yeah. <laughs> this comment here, <laughs> opening day, and we get the guy who sounds like a fucking pirate. <laughs> oh my god, he doesn't know. He does. He sounds like a pirate. Anyway, everyone at home is gonna be like, "Holy shit, was that?" the NBA top 10 plays or is that a pirate? They are 100% not going to say that. They're going to be all like, he doesn't sound like a pirate. He might be a pilot, but otherwise you're ridiculous. Yeah, no, let, let's get forward. Let's have him listen to this part. Williams, beautiful. Uh, okay. And a beautiful finish. At number two, Justice Winslow. Oh, Working the baseline. He's so excited sometimes. And slamming it home. Sometimes. Slamming it home. Defender. Slamming it home. And here's number one from Wednesday. And here's number one. Contavious called well posted. Sometimes I worry, hey. Block for the Pistons to preserve their victory over the Utah Jazz. Anyway, that's that's a part. I don't know what type of seas you've been sailing on, Joe, but that's a part. I'll tell you what. Okay. Shut up. Um, all right. So, anyway, uh, guess who I drafted seventh? Who did you draft seventh? Julius Randle. Right. From the Los Angeles Lakers. Why? Because um, he's a double-double machine. A double-double machine. Will he still be one, though, now that the Lakers are actually attempting to win games? Yeah, he should. Um, so, he'll be starting this season for sure. Yeah. Um, with the new coach. Because last year's coach was a fucking moron. He was sure. tanking hard. Um, Who's that new coach? Uh, what's Luke his Walton. Yeah, Luke Walton. Yeah. Last year's coach of the year. Last year's coach of the year. He was supposed to be, but they couldn't vote for him. <laughs> uh, why not? Because he was technically an assistant coach. Uh, uh, even though he played majority games as coach for true. the Warriors. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I think they, 
I remember something happened and they're like, they changed a rule so that he could get something. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, my story about this is, uh, I spoke to Julius Randall today over the internet. What? Why? So I got a phone call yesterday from one of, um, the PR guys that we work with in video games. And he's like, uh, I've got this new client and they're, they're launching this, uh, product and we're looking for people to try out this, this product for us and, and check it out and test it and whatnot. Uh, and he's like, and it's a, uh, a Lakers player. It's Julius Randle. And I'm like, uh, what do I need to do? <laughs> like, tell, just tell me what I need to do and I'll, I'll do it. Um, so it's basically this service called, uh, Padlocked where you, uh, subscribe to it and they bu- basically have a bunch of celebrities that go online and, and chat, um, using webcams and whatnot. And then okay. you can, if you get, you basically submit questions and if you get picked, then you get to jump in and, uh, and talk to them. Uh, so yeah, that's basically what I was doing there, sitting with like a couple other people, basically just, yeah, asking questions. Um, but we jumped in this morning and, uh, basically my, my question was pre-selected beforehand because they were, you know, throwing some stuff around, but I didn't give a shit. (laughs) Um, but on the thing, it said like, you'll be the, like, I don't know, 17th person or something like that out of whatever, out of 20, you'll be that that number in the, the group that goes, yeah. they'll have to ask that question. Mm. Um, and we're all talking, there's like a host and everything. Um, and then straight up, they're like, all right, first one's Luke going <laughs> first. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> all right. I was not prepared for that at all. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so I asked my question. Um, I don't remember what he said at all because I was, I was too confused as to what was happening. Um, nice. But anyway, pretty much, yeah. But uh, anyway, we went through it. The thing lasted about, I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour. Um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Really interesting idea uh, and a lot of fun. Like a bunch of people from around the world. There was a stack of people from like Australia in there. Um, some US people. A couple guys from the UK. Um, uh, a couple from like uh, from Vegas. One guy from LA. And, uh, yeah, Julius Randall just sitting there chatting with people. So, yeah, really, really cool concept. Um, and I'm keen to see how that type of thing uh, picks up down the track. Right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sort of like, uh, I don't know. It's it's cool that people can be given opportunities like that, I think, to, um, to talk to some superstars. Yeah. And I, I believe that he'll be doing a couple more of them at some stage over the next couple of weeks or months. But, yeah, awesome. Awesome idea. And, uh very appreciative of my boy, uh, Jason, hooking us up with that. That was awesome. That's very cool. So, he also um, dragged in Gaetano as well. I saw Tano tweeted something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. So, he was in there and asked him about um, basically NBA 2K17 and said when he plays NBA 2K17, what uh, what's his go-to team? What's the team he kind of picks and, and, and jumps in there with and his response was basically that they don't actually uh have go-to teams what they do is they random three times and uh-huh. then they choose who they want to play out of those three randoms oh that's a pretty good idea yeah yeah that's a solid solid idea yeah cool um and then they uh and then uh gay Tato was basically like yeah i'll kick your ass at <laughs> And he wow. was like, yeah, I'll give you my my game attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome. They started throwing down. Um, cool. Yeah, that was, that was fun. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. 
because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Cool. But that was fantasy basketball. That was fantasy basketball. Yeah, it should be. Uh, and the basketball fantasy that you had with Julius Randall. Yeah, I was going to tell him that I um that I, I drafted him. Oh, right. Yeah. A couple of days before, and that he should be like a beast, destroy everybody, so he can pad my numbers. But um, did you want to have to point out that you drafted him seventh? No, I think he's cool. With that he got drafted seventh. So yeah, not in the seventh <laughs> round. Yeah. Look, all right. If <laughs> I'm, I'm picking fucking James Harden over over Julius Randle any day at the moment, <laughs> he's a second year, third year rookie. Yeah. Um, technically second second year because he, he broke his, his leg the first year playing like two minutes into the game the first game uh, what if he does it again yeah but also they didn't want people to kind of go off topic um, uh, okay. and start like asking random shit which one fucking person did oh my god and it was so like cringeworthy um, and so fucking like off like left field. Basically, this this girl asks a question. He finishes repl- you know his reply, whatever. And then she goes, "Oh, and one more thing. I just wanted to ask you: Are you voting for Trump or Hillary?" And everybody oh, was yeah. just like, "Oh my god!" Uh, and he he dodged that one quite gracefully. Um, but yeah, it's like fucking hell, man. You don't ask her on that, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I thought that was a bit shit of him. Yeah. Mm. People who people who go on are always the worst. In interviews, I mean. Yeah. I mean, obviously this podcast is almost exclusive us exclusively us going on. <laughs> going on shit. Yeah. But, Until uh, we run out of things that we sp- we can talk about. Well, actually technically we could probably talk forever. Um yeah. just about random shit, but True. Yeah. We could. We could. Uh, anyway. we did like we just played a YouTube video for fucking five and a half minutes. At least a minute. <laughs> about not a pirate dude. He's uh, a, so yeah. He's we've we like we've got we've got content for days, but uh in an interview, yeah. Like get to the fucking point. Yeah. Uh, um like yes, yeah, so, like some of us have to transcribe this shit, you fuck. Christ. Uh anyway. Uh what else we got? Um I don't know, legendary game of heroes? Legendary Game of Heroes. This sounds like uh, one of those games that Arnold Schwarzenegger would uh, would advertise, doesn't it? Um, maybe. It does. Yes, it does. It's uh, on the TV a lot. Like game is it a mobile game? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Mobile Strike is the Arnie one, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's other ones, you know, Game of War and that one with that chick. You know. Uh, the, the, yeah, I do, I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, Luke and Joe try to guess people's <laughs> names. Yeah, Luke, Luke and Joe forget fucking celebrity names again. Perfect. Let's let's not do it. Um, let's skip that bit. Anyway, it sounds like that sort of thing. Um, it's uh, it's a mobile game, uh, but it's a match three game, and uh, so it's one of those like puzzle quest type things where you're like going on an RPG adventure and you've got your heroes, and uh, so when you match colors together you that, that causes your heroes to attack so if i've got a, a red hero a purple hero two yellow heroes and a green then when i mash some yellows together then the yellow heroes will attack oh. um, but if i don't have any red heroes then when i match red together i won't get any attack so uh you gotta sort of like you've got your heroes and you gotta manage your it's puzzle quest yeah 
<laughs> like, that's what I said. That's what it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you get these cards as you go along. You get these cards, and the cards have new heroes on them, and you can level up the heroes and all that kind of shit. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's got an element of that Hearthstone-style card game to it. Um, and then there's, like, social gaming aspects where you've got, like, guilds that you join and the guilds collaborate to, um, like, attempt combined objectives and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah, primarily it's a match-three game. Uh, I'd probably play it all the time and non-stop if, A, it didn't chew through my battery a lot and, B, it didn't have a fucking stamina system because it's got a stamina system where, like, if you, if you do, like, three of your highest level uh, attacks or quests, then um, that'll chew through all your stamina or you can do like 10 of your lowest level ones. And so you can play 10 games of puzzles or three games of puzzles and you've got to sort of decide which one you're going to do. Or you can buy more stamina, but fuck that. I ain't giving them no money. Um, And the prices are fucking ludicrous they've got no fucking concept of how to price that shit to be even remotely uh appealing so uh it's all yeah everything's priced like 60 dollars you're like what the fuck are you on about like who the fuck is paying 60 dollars whales are whales are paying 60 dollars and it's gross that they would so obviously exploit them but uh, that's what they're doing. Um, so, yeah, there is an element of pay to win in it because you can pay to get more opportunities to play. Um, so you can pay for the stamina and that gives you more opportunities to play or you can pay for the gems that you earn, which gives you more opportunities to buy, like, cards. Um, you can pay for either of those things. I can't imagine why you'd pay for stamina. But, um, yeah, it's like... So there's an element of pay to win in it, which kind of sucks, but... It just sort of means I don't take it very seriously, I suppose. Um, I, I don't see it as very competitive. Like, I'm in a guild, and the guild seems to do okay, but we're not, like, hammering into it to try really hard to win or anything. I'm in an Australian guild, by the way, which is cool. But, uh, yeah, we're not, like, fucking going after it because we know that everyone who's, like, the thousand guilds above us uh, like 800 of them are probably paying through the fucking nose to be up there. So there's not much point in attempting to compete, which is okay. Uh, and yeah, so it's a cool game. It's like free. So I don't know, match, match three games, puzzle quest. Might as well, right? Might as well. Oh, and every time you play, you can like, of all the cards you've got, you can also grab one of the... You can grab the leader from one of your friends or a rando or one of your guildmates, and they come along with you. And some of the people have, like... I think my highest, my best card is, like, a 500. Um, and some of these people have, like, fucking 1,100, 1,200 fucking cards, and you bring them along and... As like, if it's a 1200 blue card, you may as well just like, just do three blue gems. Yeah. Three blue gems will be better than fucking seven of every other fucking color because the hero that they're rocking with is so fucking powerful. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. How did, so how did you get onto that? Uh, I 
was looking for a game to play. No, I think I was playing my chickens game. I was playing Eggs Inc., which is an incremental game. Yeah. And uh, I just uh, tapped a button to watch an ad so I can get some more eggs, which is a very depressing sentence to say out loud. And uh, it, was, it advertised this game. And I'm like, uh, is that a match three puzzle questy game? And I'm like, huh, well, I'll give it a shot. So uh, advertising in a video game got me to get another video game. Weird. I'm a, I'm a chump ass. There you go. Now you know. And I've stopped playing Eggs Inc. Because fuck that game. It's I've worked it out, and basically it's fucked. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, yeah, something I probably won't do. <laughs> probably I don't know, man. Too. Yeah, I tried playing something the other day, a mobile game. Um, I was trying to play... A couple of things on my uh, tablet, and it was just f- so freaking painful because it was telling me I was out of storage space and all this other crap. And by the time I um, got around to it, I was just like, "Man, I can't be bothered." I tried to play Plants vs Zombies, um, yep. and that was like fucking way too hard to like. I'm in the early stages of that game, like level fourteen or some shit, and uh, that game is not easy unless you're buying their their shit that makes you win their pay to win bullshit Um, so that was just really frustrating and then I was like oh fuck it I'm done I'm going back to real video games well shit yeah yeah Uh, anyway what else is on the list uh Battlefield 1 do you want to do that now yeah let's do it let's do it sure Uh, you played any of this I've played a little bit pretty good huh (laughs) it's all right Mate, it's the fucking <laughs> it's the best multiplayer game of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, best shooter in ages. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, I, I love it even more. I still think that it has problems, uh, uh, but yeah, it's spectacular and yeah, everyone should play it. Cool. Uh, next up is next up. I don't <laughs> fucking think so, mate. We've been playing operations. Have you played operations yet? Yeah, we did. <clears throat> um, I like that yeah, move, but I think it's this, got yeah. some. Still, I think it's got some problems. Like, go on. Uh, that whole you have three turns to try and do this is really cool, until you realize you've got three turns to do it across fucking multiple maps, which is insane. Why? Because if, I I don't know how you're supposed to do that. How are you supposed to do what? Like push three. Uh, push through like two or three maps with three lives. <clears throat> it's super fucking hard. Uh, you know what you need to do? And don't say be- get good because you were in our team when we were doing this. Be better. Um, I don't think I don't think I've played operations on, on attack. A- on attack, yeah. Okay, so we, we <laughs> played we played a bunch on defense and we're just destroying people. That's uh, because we work as a team and we're very good at the game. Yeah, and then what happens was we went and played. Uh, we jumped on attack on one or two games, right? And we were doing really fucking well. Like we would we would cap maybe three at a time, yeah. I think, because <clears throat> you don't get too many tickets. You're getting like I don't know. You start off with like sixty or something like that, maybe. You get more if you kill them while they're supposed to be retreating. Yeah, you're like five extra tickets plus you get a bonus just for capping the zone so yeah 
So I think we were pushing and getting like 100, 110 tickets, something like that. Yeah. Um, so we were basically, I think, doing three at a time at one stage on this one map. So, and this one map had maybe seven, seven or eight points on it that you had to, to go through. Uh, and then we thought, fuck, we're doing really good at this. And uh, we got to the next map and we pushed through once. Um, we pushed through, the, we did the same thing. We got through like two points and then that was it. It was like game over because we'd, we'd already lost three times. It was like, uh, we were stomping the other team, but we just couldn't, um, yeah, we just didn't have enough to push through fucking however many it gives you to do, like 15 stages. Uh, it's like or more 15, on some of them. Like 15, um, 15 stages seems like you just need five per go. That's really? a lot. That's heaps. Is it, though? Yeah, it stacks. If you start with 60 and then the second one you get 110, like... You don't get 110, you get another 60. No, you don't. You get shitloads. I've always gone above 100 when I was attacking at the review event. Um, I just... I just... I feel like you you should have been better. Like, it it was pretty much on you, really. No, we were just stomping. Like, you get a fucking blimp. They're easy to kill. So fucking easy. If as long as the person driving the blimp isn't uh, desperately challenged, mm. uh, it's so easy to capture. Yeah, we had Nathan in the, the blimp in one stage, and he was like absolutely slaughtering everybody. Driving, uh, and they or, could, yeah, yeah, he was can't. driving. I think I'm pretty sure he was oh, driving. So he was dropping the bombs then. Yeah, and um, it was alive for pretty much for a long freaking time. Uh, See? Whenever they did their blimp, I would just blow. I blew up, I think, two blimps yeah. that night we were playing. Um, yeah. You just got to keep shooting them in their engine parts and whatnot. And when you're on the blimp, you just have to shoot whoever the fuck is shooting your blimp. But people don't seem to work that out. Like, it's just when you're, when you're on the blimp, your job is to primarily keep the blimp alive because the blimp in operations mode can hover over the caps. And get caps. Six people on the cap in a giant armored fucking blimp, right? With massive fucking guns and shit. But everyone's always like, oh, I'm going to go for kills and shit. No, just shoot the fucking AA. Shoot the fucking the arty t- uh, truck. Shoot the fucking planes. That's it. That's your job. If everything, if all that shit is dead, then go for kills and shit. But otherwise, your job is to keep that giant fucking blimp alive because you're taking six players out of your team right and that means that's six less players on boots on the ground available to cap points people don't seem to understand it i think because like what i was thrown off by was when we were defending we were just destroying people and they would get maybe they would get three lives and get to like the third point like we were just smashing them and then on the windscreen it would come and say minor victory Uh, yeah and then when we were playing on attack we finally got to play on attack after like four times doing defense um, we were doing like three or four caps at a time. And then when it, finally it, we got to the second map and like halfway through the second map or just, just, just into it. And it's like, oh no, you lost. It's like, what the fuck? What, what is a major victory then? If like, if we're destroying people. On I don't think, I don't think that's working because it's counting up the amount of defensive points and shit wrong as well. So 
but what happens, I think, is uh, occasionally you'll like you'll immediately lose a point, like you immediately lose the first point on uh, ballroom blitz when they get the blimp. You immediately, pretty much always, immediately lose that first point because it's too overwhelming to try and hold out two tanks, a blimp, and uh, and some planes when you don't have any fucking like any AA to speak of because the AA is out of the, the bound uh, in the out of bounds area uh, until you get to the second row of flags. Yeah. And so when that happens, you get a major defeat in that zone. And I think that's heavily contributing. Like if, if it's all like, well, a third, a third of your defenses were major defeats. Yeah. Um, I think that heavily contributes to the way that works. But, uh, yeah. Uh, it's like, it's one of those games, it's one of those game modes where once everyone understands what's going on properly, it's going to be fucking spectacular. Um, yeah. We'll see. I, I just don't like the fact that, uh, and it's, it's kind of understandable, is that it's not, um, there's no real good way of, of having like a lobby set up for it. It's kind of just you click the button and hopefully at some stage you'll get in. Because uh, we tried a couple times to play and you've got to wait for people to, to jump in and, and join yep. and that can be quite frustrating. Uh, we sat there for maybe 15, 15 minutes at one stage waiting for yeah. people and it never it never actually filled up. Um, either because people don't know about it, you know, it's not in the server browser. Um, but also because, because it is such like a time sink, it takes a lot of time to get through one of those. Uh, yeah, maybe that's why it's not in the, the server browser is that I don't want people just jumping in and leaving midway through. I talked to them about it and yeah, they specifically said that, yeah, they don't want it in the server browser because they want people to be there at the beginning of a round, uh, and play it all the way through. They want that full experience, but I, I disagree. Fuck that bullshit. First of all, I don't need to watch a fucking video of like the same fucking video every single time I go into a fucking map that's aggravating as balls. Uh, and second of all, um, just let me fucking join wherever the fuck I want. It's not like everyone is staying for the entire time. It's not like when you get to the third attempt, uh, like the third third failed attempt on the second fucking point, you're going to stay in that fucking game when you're getting the shit kicked out of you. That's not what happens. So people start leaving and the numbers dwindle. So yeah, fuck that. Fix it. Make, make it so I can join a game in progress. And the other thing is that when uh, an operations ends, it kicks you back out to the main menu. Don't do that. Just loop to the next fucking operation. Fuck. Mm. Like, just continue to loop over and over. Like, do that shit properly. It's, it's such a cop-out. And, yeah, I don't agree with that at all. I wrote about it in my review. It's one of those things that I think they desperately need to fix as soon as possible because it's fucking horseshit. But, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, we should jump in sometime with another group. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, we were playing with a five stack. It was fucking awesome. Um, yeah. I'd love to have two five stacks. That'd be fucking cool. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yes, uh, I don't I don't know if we have enough players for that. <laughs> it seems not. like we've got people jumping in and out. Like, uh, like we were playing the other night with random people. I don't know who they are. 
Um, so whatever, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who all these people are, but I'll play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's, um, they seem good. <laughs> the, the other thing is I never, ever want to play Sinai Desert again. I'm done with it. If it comes up in the rotation, I'm not going to play it. They're Sounds doing server rentals pretty soon. This is the one that was in the alpha. Oh, I, I like that one. It's not bad. I hate it. I hate it to bits. Didn't I they move it. the point or they, they didn't move the point? They changed the names of the fucking points. Oh, okay. So A and B are now E and F. What a great addition, uh, change. Like, yeah, solid. Perfect. Well done. Um, yeah, I've just, yeah, I'm done with it. I'd rather play fucking Suez than Sinai Desert ever again. Like, it's just, it's, it's one of those maps where you can, like, you cannot carry as a squad. A single squad cannot carry a team full of fucktards. And every other map, a single squad can at least carry themselves. But in this, if your team can't cap any of the fucking central points and you just keep getting pushed back to your uncap, as a single squad, you can do some work to go cap E or, sorry, uh, F or G or whatever, right? But that's it. And once you hold it and you're more on teammates or pile into it and then, like pile into the point you just capped on your own. Uh, yeah. After that happens, they lose whatever other points they've got. Uh, they fail to capture any other points. The entire enemy team converges and you have to just go on a fucking, it's basically just a mission of you running for ages. Cause you're s- stupid motherfucker teammates keep wasting all of the vehicles on bullshit. Yeah. Cause the only way to get around that map is with vehicles. But if you're oh, fucking dumb motherfucker teammates keep like driving a fucking tank and getting out when it's a, Oh no, it's going to blow up. And they jump out at one point. I was playing today at one point, the enemy team had six tanks, six massive tanks. Because they would just repair our tanks when my fucking moron teammates would jump out. They'd be like, I don't want to die. Just fucking die with the tank, okay? I'd rather you die with the tank than them get it. God. Hmm. But people, yeah, people are fucking morons. And it only really happens on Sinai because Sinai is large enough that having transport is a necessity. Anyway. Yeah. I uh, I think I've only played it once since then, <laughs> maybe well, maybe yeah. twice. Uh, it's usually I I played mostly with Nathan on the days yeah. I did play. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. It's good. I like it. I, I like some of those maps. Um, Endor's pretty fun. I like that map. Um, I like how the train comes along. Argon forests. That's what I said. Endor. Of course. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool with all the bunkers and stuff. Yeah. Um, the other, the map I don't like is the one with the fucking. It's like a, a grassy hilly area with, um, with like a castle and a windmill or some shit, or some sort of tower. It, does it have like an island? Yeah, it's like a for E. Oh. Is it E out on an island and you go up a hill? It's got two giant mounted guns on either side of the hill. Yeah, it might be that one. Or is it on a slanted hill? It's like a slanted hill, like a vineyard or something. And C is in a tunnel, or I have no idea. It's okay. All uh, I know is I played it once, and I was a sniper. It was fucking terrible. 
Uh, I feel like I can't play Why Sniper on that map. Why were you a Sniper? It's, it's too... Because uh, I thought it'd be fun. It was a giant open map, and sniping is not fun on that giant open map. Yeah, I, I'd go further than that. Sniping is not fun in general. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I have, fun, I have fun mate. sniping on um, on the desert map that you don't like. <laughs> oh, yeah, everyone does because it's giant and open and everyone has to fucking walk everywhere. It's, yeah. for, it's a fucking turkey shoot. Yeah. Well, I was ruining fools like on that map and then yeah. I went sniper on the, the, the grassy hilly map and I got I was going like five and one in the first minute and then all of a sudden that was it. That was literally like all the kills I got the entire game because they, they, uh, they blew up my fucking my little uh, tower that I was protecting. Mm. Uh, and then I had to leave the tower and go go elsewhere. And there was nowhere else good for me to snipe. It was shit. Because everyone was too far, so I couldn't hit anything. It was just bullet drop. Too much bullet drop. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. And, oh, and then the smoke came in at one stage. And I was like, fuck you. I'm going to stay with this sniper rifle. Because I'm a stubborn motherfucker. Anyway. Well... But otherwise, I've been playing mainly Assault um, yep. and also a little bit of uh, Medic when we need a Medic, but but primarily uh, primarily um, Assault, which is um, which is, is all right. I haven't bought like new weapons or, or anything like that. I'm kind of just uh, getting a lot of bonds and not sure what to do with it. I don't think their, their unlock system is very well done. I, I really think it's a bad system compared to the last one. Why is that? I just don't understand um, uh, what I'm what I'm buying. Yeah, it doesn't really tell you stuff. It yeah. doesn't really illuminate like, what's going on very well. There'll be a weapon, and one of them is called an optic something, and the other one looks exactly the same as the one I've already got, and the stats are all the same. And mm-hmm. I don't know what the difference between the two are. They look the same in the picture. Uh, like, yeah, it's just stuff like that. Like, all the sniper rifles, they seem to do the same amount of damage. Um it's. I think the bullet drop graph is maybe the only difference in some of them, but I don't really get like how that affects the gun. Uh, I don't understand what that graph means. It's just like a, a line, and it's a bit squiggly in some parts, and other parts aren't squiggly. Uh, yeah, I just. I don't know, man. I just don't know about the way some of that stuff is presented. I don't think it's as good. And then you've got those unlockable crates that you get, and that that has like cosmetic gear in it, but. Um, some of the names don't seem to match up. Like, you've got to go looking for that gun somewhere, and that can be a pain in the ass to try and find. Because I had a, I unlocked some legendary, I think it was legendary something, and it had a, like a name to it. And then I went looking for that gun, and I found that gun, but there was like three different types of it. So I didn't know which one I needed to unlock, and then which one, and when I did unlock it, how do I choose that skin? Because I unlocked them, and I still couldn't figure it out. So, uh, yeah, I just don't know. It's just a weird, weird finicky system that needs to be tidied up a bit, I think. Mm. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Could definitely be better. But, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else do I... I played a little bit of the single player. Um, I only got through that uh, that first kind of mission that it fires up for you. It's It's like... I think it's mandatory when you start the game because it just went straight into it for me. Um, yeah, yeah, and I don't know if I like that mission at the moment. I, it wasn't really like I understand the purpose of it, but I didn't find it fun. Um, I guess it's more of a uh, a story and a um, 
like more it's supposed to be impactful but i just found it frustrating <laughs> so that was kind of annoying what um, really yeah mainly because i you know i'm competitive and i'd like to win and right there was no like you can't win it's okay. like the ending of halo guardians is that the reach reach uh except doing that six or seven times <laughs> over and over again like yeah i get it all right fair enough i can't win yeah <clears throat> yeah uh but w- yeah what else do you like about it i think you've played it a lot more than me yeah i've played it shitloads um i think I- i'm level like 15 16 i um i i think i'm 35 or 36 um i i don't know man like i love the fact that it's actually like they've taken control they've wrested control back of the the um server the game server provider situation which i wasn't really crazy about at first but all like at this point all it's meant is that they you're able to like have a 60 hertz server guaranteed every single time which is awesome frankly it's yeah. like fantastic um but uh it does like it's it's it also means that there aren't any custom servers yet which kind of sucks and that just makes me excited for when they finally put out their rental server situation because i'm i'm gonna try and rent a server and we'll, we can play the fucking best maps in some of the best maps of like ever. It's like fucking, we can make our own Kaiser Schlutz operation by just having a server that rotates between, um, fuck, what's it called? St. Quentin Scar and Almians over and over. That'll be fucking awesome. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, I, I love the fucking, have you picked up any of the elite classes yet? I have done a flamethrower, I think, um, maybe once uh, during the alpha. Um, In this one, I've done, like, the anti-tank. Is that a thing? Uh, Is it an anti-tank guy? The sniper? The sniper? Mm, I don't know. He seemed like he was, like, some sort of anti-tank guy. He shot bullets. Yeah, he's a sniper. He's supposed to be a sniper with that, like, his gun does massive damage to tanks and kills everyone in one shot as well okay tanks yeah um there's like a full-blown horror moment when you realize they're just around the corner when you realize that fucking flamethrower dude is coming through the halls like on a ballroom blitz when you're at point c which is inside uh the chateau uh there are hallways and uh, I've had quite a bit of luck with my plonking down with my bipod bearing long, uh, sorry, light machine gun, just going prone at the end of the hallway and defending, defending that point. And I can do it pretty much on my own because as a support, I can put ammo down and I never run out. And so I just, I get more grenades, I get more ammo, I just fucking hammer bullets down that fucking hallway. And it doesn't matter if I'm like killing because just getting a, a few plinks is enough to, like, scare people off. Yeah. But then, like, the, uh, the other, yesterday, I think, I was playing, and uh, they gassed it. They tried to gas me out. I just 
put my fucking gas mask on and stay lying there. And then suddenly the fire just started spitting straight towards me. They were using the, tra- the, the flamethrower dude was working out where I was based on the traces on my bullets. And so he just, he turned the corner. I'm like hammering bullets down still, getting the occasional plink, but the flamethrower has a little bit extra health. He's able to live through it. And he just walked straight forward. And I, I pooped. I was like, holy shit. Oh, fuck. And I tried to get up. And then I'm like, no, wait, stay on the ground. Stay prone so that you can put the fire out. So I hit the ground again. And then I get back up. And I'm on like fucking three health. And I am just fucking sprinting back. Uh, and I turn around to throw a grenade in his direction. And there were like five dudes were around the corner. Like, they had seized the opportunity. They must have, like, I think they were working as a fucking squad hmm. on voice comms and shit, but they were all around the fucking corner. And uh, one of them plinked me, and then all of them died to my grenade, which was amazing. Hmm. Um, that was fucking awesome. Like, that, the elite classes, I think they're way to the, the century with the Villa Perosa. Which is like a, a Sportsline. dual magazine SMG. Yep. Truly the most goofy fucking weapon in a video game for quite some time. You may as well have fucking BFG. Like everything dies. Everything dies to it. And you can live forever because nothing can get to you. Like if someone stands in front of you uh, to shoot you. They're dead. They're dead in like mere moments. They never get a shot off. So you never take any fucking damage except a, a gas grenade that you just run out of. Um, ridiculous. So definitely needs some balancing. Like the best way to kill a dude with a Villa Perosa is to stab him in the back. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like, fuck me. Um, yeah, elite classes are awesome. The other thing I like doing is uh, I went... I think it was 33-1 and one yesterday on St. Quentin Scar on operations. Mm. And 30, I think 30 flat of them, those kills, were with mortars. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Like, why would you keep filing into the area where everyone is dying to explosions constantly? I don't know. But uh, by the end, like by the end of the round, they never got the end of that first round. They never got past the first zone. And by the end of the round, everyone in my squad had a fucking mortar out and they're all pinging fucking mortars down down range. Every like we were five mortars in a fucking row just pinging mortars into the fucking and they were just getting white. They were raging like crazy on the chat. It was fucking hilarious. We got destroyed when the blimp showed up. We got fucked when the blimp showed up. But uh, before then, oh my God, it was so good. Uh, magical. Uh, that's pretty hilarious. The, 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 like, the thing is, like the moment it starts happening to me, because uh, people do it on Conquest, the moment it starts happening to me, I, plonk, I, do, I do it myself. I just, I respawn, bring my own fucking thing, my own mortar, and the like when you plonk on the uh mortar it shows up on the minimap you show up on the minimap as a clear like clearly signaled and so 
someone with a mortar of their own, it's too easy to just fucking line you up. You're very clearly marked, so they can get a bang on hit. So uh, it's it's not like it's an easy thing. You just have to know how to counter it. And countering it is literally just doing the same thing. So it shouldn't be that hard to work out, you know? Anyway, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, anything else to add about that? Uh, no. No? Go again. Yeah, it's pretty good. You should play it. Yeah. Well, not, not you, but everyone else should play it. I should play it. Uh, as well. It's pretty good. I heard the numbers are pretty high on it. Apparently, yeah. Mm. I gave it a 9.4 on Oz Gamers. If you haven't read my review yet, it's pretty good. Uh, the review, I mean. Okay. It's well written Is by it? the best by the best games re- uh, reviewer in the world. So, yeah. Aren't you the Doom guy? I am the Doom guy, yeah. I was right about that as well. So, so that's good. Um,. Anyway, what else have we got? What's this at the top here? World of Tanks. Yeah, that's us. Go. Go. Uh, we went to a World of Tanks final on uh, on the weekend, on, on Saturday in Sydney. They were doing the um, uh, the Wargaming.net League APAC Season 1 2016 to 2017 finals. So they've, they've previously been playing... Uh, like our region has been playing uh, like a ladder and the top four teams out of that were then uh, basically put into a tournament where they had to battle each other and and see who would come out as the ultimate, uh, the victor. Um, so you've got more experience in World of Tanks than I do, but we pretty much just watched the grand final. Um, so earlier on in the day, they had they had two semifinal games uh, one was the Australian team that made it through versus uh, Korean team. Um, no, was it Korean Japanese. team? Japanese. Japanese team. Uh, that's the other game was the Korean team. Uh, so it was team, is it Efficiency? I can't remember their name. EL Gaming and B Gaming. No, no, the first game, the semifinal, the Australian team. Oh, uh, I don't know. I didn't see it. So uh, Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so the, the Australian team got their their asses hand to them but apparently they put up a pretty good fight uh, i think they lost seven to two and they took two games off the champions which is good yeah they yeah. They, they were playing against eel gaming so yeah that's pretty good uh and then the second semi-final was a b gaming versus korean team which i don't have the names of them up here i, I did do a fucking piece on this um i just don't remember what the uh the name was Trying to find it really quickly. Here it is. B Gaming versus Meltdown. The Korean right. team. Yeah. They ended up um, basically doing a 7-6 to six win. It went into overtime or, or tiebreaker. So that was a really interesting and exciting game from what we heard. Uh, they basically play th- uh, best of 13. And it went down to six and six, and the the next person that won the round would go through to the the championship, which was um, which is B Gaming, who were actually down four to one. Yeah. So they managed to crawl back and kind of and, and take the win, which is pretty exciting for them. In a tiebreaker, and they hadn't won a tiebreaker all season, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we got there during the grand final. So B Gaming versus EL Gaming 
Um, did you want to talk about what was kind of going on? Because all I can really do is say who won each round and, and what. <laughs> I'm not too familiar with what World of Tanks, other than there's tanks, there's two teams, and they're trying to cap flags and shoot each other. You, you pretty much got it. I mean, like, it's it's not that complex. There's tanks and there's two teams and they're trying to cap flags and shoot each other. I mean, that's that's about it. Like, there's there's some, I guess, variation in the way that they compose their team because they have to put, like, they have to pick the tanks and stuff. But there are just a lot of bat chats which are really fast uh, speedy tanks that are able to like circle other tanks. Um, B gaming were using mouses, which are which they were calling mouses in the commentary, which was throwing me quite a bit. Mouses, but anyway, um, yeah, they were using uh, these mouses that are massive, massive tanks that do a lot of damage, um, like huge tier ten, fuck everything up tanks, um, and. Uh, yeah, B gaming were using that. They used that on one map. I think it was Mines to great effect. They were just unable, like the um, EL gaming, just reached a point where they were just unable to really damage um, the two tanks, the two mouses left. So they just were, were left without options. They just weren't able to do anything about it. Basically, all the all the tanks that they had that were would have been able to do damage had already been destroyed mm-hmm. so like that's that's you know th- there's a little bit of strategy around that kind of stuff uh but uh yeah otherwise it's just i don't know it may as well be counter-strike think of the tanks as as guns that you pick yeah uh, and, but is there like is- a rotation of um uh of like who's attacking and who's defending or is it just everybody's yeah, yeah. going so they go the- one attack one defense so it's it's yeah it's like counter-strike yeah they're trying to get onto the bomb side but it's not a bomb side it's a flag and okay. um oftentimes what they'll do is they'll use the the flag area to force the hand of one team so uh if they manage to get onto the flag you might remember there's a map. I can't remember what the fucking maps are. I can remember mines because it's called mines, but the rest of them all have like German I can maps. remember mines because they were making a big deal about it. <laughs> that's the only yeah. map I know. Well, there's uh, there's another map uh, that's sort of, it's like a city type map. It's got a train yard on one end. It's got a big hill up to a church on the other. Yeah. I'm so sure World of Tanks listeners will instantly be able to picture the tank, uh, the map. Uh, but B gaming went up around behind the church, and uh, as soon as they spotted, they were they had the high ground, so they were able to spot uh, quite easily. And as soon as they spotted that EL gaming was out of position, they pushed down the hill and attempted to cap, and that would have put them in the position where they would have been defending. They would have been defending the flag. Um, they would have suddenly reversed the roles, um, and it would have put. EL gaming in, in a bit of a tough spot, but uh, they never really pushed onto the flag enough, which was kind of odd. And they also split up for reasons I couldn't work out. Um, they split off and didn't really go as a group. And so they didn't really have the firepower. They didn't have the position and they got wiped out. They lost lost it. But uh, that's one of those situations where like 
that's that's how the flags can be used to skew like skew the i guess roles that each team plays because they are attacking defending but if the attackers are on the flag uh they want they want to defend that position yeah. and suddenly yeah the roles are reversed so yeah anyway it's 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 pretty cool but yeah it's I mean, if you think about it like Counter-Strike, I think that's the easiest way to think about it. Um, it's just the that old, I don't know, kill everything pretty much. Every single time, rarely does a game go down to the... I mean, Counter-Strike actually has way more instances of, of uh, bombs Comebacks. blowing up than, oh. uh, than, yeah, actual entire team wipes. Mm-hmm. I don't think... I don't think comebacks can really happen in World of World Tanks. Tanks either. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I, I don't think there's opportunities for f- one versus three comebacks. Yeah. Um, but we did see some, uh, some like three versus five sort of stuff. That's true. Or three versus six that kind of came back, but that maybe happened once. <laughs> yeah. When we were watching. Um. Yeah, so I guess straight out of the gate, I've got a list of who won what round and kind of interesting things that happened. Um, basically, B Gaming won the first game, um, so against the favorites, and then EL Gaming won the second game. But they did that like they just completely stomped that game. They just destroyed them without like hesitation, uh, and that's when they went on to they did the the map swap. And so game three and four were played on mines, um, which was being like touted as B gaming's best map. And they, they lost the first game uh, on that. So EL gaming basically just come in and, 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 and kick their ass at that one. Uh, and then the second game of that is the one where they had the, the comeback. So, um, B gaming was playing that round and they were down, I think two tanks and they managed to, to bring it back and, and take out the other team. So that was quite interesting to watch. Uh, and then EO Gaming took game five, just basic game. B Gaming took game six by capping the flags. And I think that was the only game where we saw a flag cap happen. Uh, and they were trying to, I think he was trying to get there, the other team. It was like one tank left. Yep. Um, and couldn't quite do it. Uh, and then B Gaming won the next game. So it was a back to back. And I think at that stage they had a break. It was either at game seven or game six, but they basically had a break. Both teams went off uh, for a couple of minutes. They came back and then EL Gaming uh, won game eight and nine. They won game nine without losing a single tank. So they just absolutely demolished B Gaming. Uh, and then they won, uh, L Gaming won the next two games back to back as well. So they won four straight, which secured them the, um, the win. So mm-hmm. it seemed like that break maybe either gave them a bit more confidence or um, they were able to talk through things through a bit more. But once they came back, they looked pretty pretty solid in form. And also um, undefeated the entire season, which is pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. And yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. It seemed like they... B-gaming did a lot better than... I think people expected. <laughs> yeah. Especially for hot, like that was super close games up until 
pretty much game like eight. Um, it was neck and neck the entire time. It was, I think it was one point in it each each um, each round, and then uh, I don't know that that game nine where uh, EL, El Gaming just didn't lose a single tank. That might have just like destroyed them or somebody got momentum. yeah too much yeah. momentum either their confidence was uh dropped too far or you know they just got to a point where, the, where your game were too far ahead um yeah. so i don't know anyway they um with that win they they basically take home fifty thousand dollars a spot at the the international challenges rumble which is like a world championship thing where all the regions get together and battle um, and it was like a hundred thousand dollar USD prize pool all up for this event in Sydney, which is a lot of money. I, I think it's probably. Would you say it's the most we've had in this region for a while? It's got to be up there. Yeah, it's got to be up there. Uh, I think it is actually the most, yeah. or maybe the Counter Strike down at the Crown. Maybe, yeah. but yeah, close to it. Um, and yeah, that's really that's really awesome. I hope more Australian teams try to get in there and, and give it a shot. I talked to um, the head of competitive gaming, and uh, apparently Australian uh, servers are coming, but they've been saying that for fucking years. So I don't know. Oh, was that a, a thing we could talk about? <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Oh, I don't know. I just thought maybe it wasn't because <laughs> uh, I'd also well, heard that. She said it on on records. So. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. That's really good news, actually, because the latency thing was a real problem for me when I was playing. I just, um, it didn't feel right. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's it's a game where pinpoint shots can make all the difference. You, I don't know. You probably wouldn't have noticed, but there was one, oh. <laughs> there was one spectacular shot. Uh, that hit there's a part on the top of a tank uh basically the hatch mm-hmm. uh to the turret and uh, if i think i can't remember what it's called the cupola or something but uh if you hit it it does huge damage and uh one of the one of the japanese the b gaming guys managed to snag uh one of eo gaming's tanks with it and uh i think he the racks caught fire and uh the tank burned out and it swung an entire match for them like it was a huge huge swing point and that sort of thing is really hard to do when you're operating at 150 to 200 ping um so and like all all of the game at the high levels involves angles like you want to hit the tanks at specific angles yeah because you can have uh, bullet shots as well right exactly yeah uh so you want to yeah if you hit at an angle then there's less chance of uh, there's a higher chance of at certain angles there's higher chances of penetration and stuff like that so you want to ensure that that occurs and yeah uh it's hard to do at 200 ping so yeah hopefully they can they can do something about that that'll be cool but yeah anyway it was good it was good it was good watching i mean i moved closer to watch it a bit better everyone else is sort of sitting all the way up the back i could see it fine for some reason I have amazing vision. I have the best vision, okay? Nobody has vision like I do. I don't know what you're talking about. I got amazing vision. Okay, I don't have robot eyes, okay? Yeah. I've just got human eyes, but my human eyes are spectacular. How many fingers are holding up? Four. Uh, I wasn't holding 14. Any, any. 14. None. Uh, I think you'll find you were holding 14. Look behind your back. 
Oh. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. How'd you do uh, that? <laughs> it's my vision. Uh, what else have we got? Um, oh, what I'll also say is, just adding oh. on that, uh, was that the yeah. first time you've been in the ESL studio? It is. Yeah, that's pretty swanky. Pretty slick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that, that place is pretty good. They should uh, they should host some sort of Big weekly podcast, podcast uh, out of there. Let's no, 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 no. Let's I'm not going out of Auburn. Fucking Jesus Christ! Yeah, um, but yeah, pretty good. We could do a game show out there. Oh, a video game game show. Yes, brilliant. Okay, still have to go out to Auburn though, so we'll film it. They come from here. We'll film all of it in like two days. We'll film like an entire year's worth, 52 episodes of game show in two days. Yeah. Just do no it. No sleep. No sleep. <laughs> okay. And, and uh, yeah. And somehow okay. still make everything relevant week to week. All right. No, we'll just do all like retro shit. That's how, that's how people stay relevant forever. Uh, Remember? What's the color of Luigi's hat? Remember Star Wars? Yeah, exactly. It's- we'll just do that. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Genius. Nice. Nice. No, nice. Um, I played a little bit of Civ we'll 6. We'll do a lot of Borat re- references, actually, so that'll that'll play really well. Y- yeah. Maybe we we'll just call it Borat Trivia. Borat. Perfect. Even better. Borat video game. Yep. Where, where is Borat from? Go. Uh, Kazakhstan. Uzbekistan. Sorry. Who's, who's from Kazakhstan now? Ah, uh, Borat is. I was tricking. Uzbekistan has uh, inferior potassium. Isn't, isn't that a food? Isn't that like yogurt? Potassium? Yeah. Potassium? Yeah. No? That's yogurt. I'm pretty sure. Potassium is not a And you're thinking of potatoes. For me once. You are thinking of potatoes. Okay. Potatoes and potassium, not the same thing. Uh, potassium. Yeah. Do not eat potassium. Potassium. Maybe you- No, maybe because you're a robot, you eat potassium. Potassium's in fucking yogurt. I'm pretty sure it's in yogurt. How do you- sp- How do you spell what you're talking about? P-O-T-A-S-S-I-U-M? P-O-T-A-S-S-I-U-M? It's in bananas as well. Oh, my God. It's Don't- Look, okay, this is what I'm going to- Can I eat- Can I eat potassium? Yep. Can I eat pure potassium? Uh, do not eat potassium. Yeah. Don't eat potassium. No, it says the lethal lethal amount of potassium is 1.4 pounds. Which That's is a lot. A I, th- I feel like 1.4 of It anything. seems like you could probably eat potassium. <laughs> yeah. It's it, like I'm looking at yogurt, the description of like the nutrition in yogurt, potassium is definitely in there. It's 4%. 4%, yeah. 4% right. potassium yeah. in yogurt. Suck it down. And a banana has 450 milligrams, nearly an entire gram or half a gram. Don't eat a lot of bananas, you'll die. Uh, 480. To die? That is how many bananas you'd have to eat to die. What if we test, like, in how how quick succession? Is this, like, straight? Because I feel like if you had 400 or anything, if I gave you 480 pizza slices, Joe, you'd probably die. Sodium intake, probably. 
because it's only 47 <laughs> teaspoons of salt that you can eat. Like, if I said to you, you hey, Job, here is 488 chicken wings, yep. uh, you would probably die. I Yeah, probably. Or if I said, hey, here's 488 Skittles, you'd probably die. No, no, I can eat 488 Skittles. I don't think you could. Mate, I could eat 488 Skittles. I don't think you could. I could, okay. That's a lot of Skittles. It's not that many Skittles. Sour Skittles. I could still, like, I wouldn't enjoy it, but I could still eat that many. No, you wouldn't. They're not made of acid. The sourness isn't acid. Okay, it's it's just it's just sour flavor. You would try to poop, and you wouldn't be able to because all of the, all of the skittles have been stuck together. That and, and no, they that's, block your rectum. That's not how skittles work. They do okay? work like that. I you dissolve them. the skittles in your mouth as you eat them. That's how that works. That's what <laughs> chewing is. Okay, why do, why corn, why doesn't corn get dissolved? What what have you got? Four hundred eighty eight pieces of corn. <laughs> I uh, I made corn fritters on the weekend. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, it was weird. It was weird looking at my poops. Oh, I don't okay. I thought yeah. you were going somewhere else, but you just where did you think I was going? We were talking about corn and poops. Yeah, but no, I thought you were going to talk about corn fritters. Oh yeah, the corn fritters were delicious. I bought this sriracha tomato sauce. Okay, it's like sriracha brand tomato sauce. And uh, it's got sriracha in it. That's Is amazing. Super hard. No, it's not. It's it's just a mild sriracha flavor, mm. um, and tomato sauce. And I, so I'm like, well, if I'm gonna have this new tomato sauce, yeah, gotta have some corn fritters. Uh, corn. It was corn and corned meat fritters, actually, to be precise. Uh, gotta have something to have it with though, and it was fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, the next day, looked at my poops. So much corn. It was weird. It was too much corn, to be honest. I don't even think I ate that much corn. Mm. Anyway. Where'd it come uh, from, man? I think it was- think aliens like, came down later on and, and fed you more corn? No, I think I have repositories of corn. Oh, left over. Stay in my stomach until more corn and, yeah, more corn comes along. And then it's like, oh, that's enough corn to get out of here with. Yeah. Yeah. Because corn travels in numbers. Okay. And packs. Packs, yeah. A flock of, corn. Uh, a flock of corn. Alan Grant sitting there staring into my toilet and he's like, they travel in packs. Um, yeah, anyway. No, they don't. Job just ate a lot of fucking potassium. Uh, a lot of corns. 17 bottles of water you drink before you die. How, how big is the water? How, how big bottles? 600 mils. How many you drink? 17. That seems like too many. Maybe they don't do have you, that. Do you explode or do you drown? Like, what's happening? Uh, it's uh, H2O poisoning. Okay. Uh, it's actually eight liters of water, apparently. Eight liters straight. Uh, no, I've got that wrong. Why it's can I drink eight, eight liters of beer? And, and You can't drink eight liters of beer, Luke. <laughs> eight liters of beer. All right. <laughs> I probably couldn't. Um, let's not do that. Anyway. Let's talk about Civ Six. Okay, fine. Did you play this at all? No, I've installed it. Oh, okay. Wow. Why don't I write this down then? <laughs> no, what? I mean, you played it? I've played like 20 minutes, I think. Let me check. Civ. Sid Meier's Civilization. Yeah, oh, 53 minutes. Uh, played nearly an hour. 
It's uh, definitely a civilization game. The the only changes that I've noticed, because I'm super early in, I would say not even 50 tones, maybe. Um, the UI is, is definitely a big overhaul on that. Um, seems like a lot of a lot of stuff have been simplified. Um, they've got stuff in there like uh, policies, which are new. So you basically pick a bunch of policies and that kind of affects, um, you know, the type of policies you pick could be related to military or research, um, that sort of stuff. And then those policies have like a uh, like another tree and basically they branch off and allow you to do more things so i've only picked one at the moment so i don't know what happens from there on but yeah fair enough that's new um looks like religions in there as a as an actual thing this time as well uh that yep. was brought in from the expansion gods and kings in the last game uh what else is new um oh the cities when you're when you're building cities now when uh there are like it seems like when there are actual buildings you want to place, they actually get placed on the land tiles rather than just everything in the one spot. So you've got to try and pick where you want some of this stuff to go. Um, so I'm guessing that depending on where you put these buildings may have an effect on what else is on that land already. Um, I haven't really played, played too much around with that yet because, yeah, I'm only a couple turns in. But that seems to be like a, a new thing that's in there. Uh, what else is new? Uh, I think they're the only ones that really stand out for me. It's very cartoony, like the the presentation of it. it yep. It's a lot more exaggerated cartooniness. Um, but it's not on the scale of, say, Revolution, right? No. It seems like yeah. they've, they've taken a mix between what they learnt with that and then also the last Civ, and they've tried to, I guess, not dumb it down, but cater to more people. Um, cause it's definitely still very hardcore. I don't know how hardcore, uh, like of a Civ game it is. I'm, I, I'm not on that level, but, uh, it, it still seems like a Civ game to me from what I've played and it seems to be a lot of fun, but yeah, I, I think the problem with that game is that it's one of those things where you, when you play it, you need to spend 20 hours a, a, in, in a game to be able to sit there and, and play an actual round. And I don't know if I have 20 hours right now yep. to to play. That's why I haven't started because I know I'll just want it to wind up being 4 a.m. Yeah. And I will not have gone to I'll, I'll started like we'll finish the podcast. I'll start and suddenly, yeah, it's 4 a.m. and I haven't slept. And I'll be like, well, my wife's up in two hours. I might as well keep going. And I'll just fucking power through because it's happened before. That's like that's what Sif does to me, and so I haven't started because I don't have the willpower to stop when it's a sane point to stop. I can stop playing Battlefield. I can stop playing fucking like Dark Souls. I can stop playing lots of games I fucking love to shit. But Civ, I don't know what it is. I think it's because I don't think because turns take so long to play out, like. If you like when you're tired in Battlefield or Dark Souls, you you see the effects it has on your game. Hmm. You're like, oh, I'm making mistakes. This is fucking shit. I should just go to bed. I'm I'm good. I'm done with this, right? But when you start making mistakes in uh, Civilization, it's like, well, that turn took two hours, uh, two minutes, because all the AI has been revealed now, so it's taken forever. 
Did I make a mistake? I don't think I made. Uh, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'll, I'll deal with it. Uh, I'll do this and this and this and turn. And then you go back to browsing fucking Reddit or whatever the fuck. And uh, yeah, you never really notice how bad mistakes you're making. I yeah. think that's what it is. Turns take so long that, yeah, you don't see the effects of your shitty decisions until much later. Yeah. Which I think is part of the charm of the game, really. Uh, but on the other hand, it'd be nice to not make mistakes as much mm. as I do. Yeah. The um the the only other thing I noticed that seemed to be new, well, I think it's new. I, I don't recall as being in there before, but when you start adventuring out and looking for like barbarians, um, which are like the AI controlled enemies at the start of the game, uh, when you take when you actually go and battle them, you seem to get rewards from that, uh, which entail things like uh, boost to research and like these these weird little moments that you get. I, I don't seem to remember that happening in the past it used to be stuff like hey you get a bunch of units um or like you would get gold or something like that i don't recall ever getting bonuses to to the way uh to stuff like research and 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 things like that no that's something that they've added and i think it's a really good way to incentivize you to play certain ways and it's it sort of encourages you to do certain things with you because a lot of the time especially myself i often try to like master uh sorry jack of all trades my sieve i never want to like go down a specific path and i know that the key way to win is uh in sieve is to is to uh like go down one singular route you go for the cultural victory and so what you do is remain powerful enough looking to scare people off while you can focus on your goal or the science route or the if you're going for conquest you're supposed to pour everything into just conquest yeah but i never do i don't i don't really play civilization to win uh which might be another reason why i don't really care about my mistakes necessarily but uh i play it to sort of have a civilization like carry through an entire lifespan i want that sieve to go as far as it can uh, trying to do everything, trying to have it all. It's not, you know, it's not a fucking crazy military place. It's just doing everything it can. And, uh, yeah, uh, that sort of like the new, I don't know, I'm going to call them quests, but uh, the quests sort of, I don't know, they make make you feel like you can be rewarded for trying a little bit of everything yeah. here and there. While, on the other hand, if you are just narrowly focusing, uh, they give you a clear path to how best to create like your victory okay yeah because you can focus on specifically those quests so if you by happenstance build a city near the sea and that harms the amount of time it takes for you to research sailing cool but if your focus is building ships mm-hmm. then you want to specifically immediately build a city near the ocean within i think five tiles of the ocean so that you've got that bonus to sailing you know does it make sense yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah it's cool yeah unfortunately uh, i can't talk too much in detail about it. like i don't yeah. i don't know what what it is what it has in in the game um and it might be a while <laughs> before we actually do talk about it True, but you'll have to talk for like two minutes because I've got a whiz. Oh, that's fun. Um, what else can I talk about? 
Oh, what, what happened in my game? I guess I met, uh, I met a bunch of people. I went as the American, the, uh, the American team. Cause they seem to specialize in military quite a lot. And I like to, to go around and, uh, bully people. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't like the concept of doing the cultural stuff. That doesn't seem like fun to me. Making friends with everybody. Uh, and then religion doesn't sound like a fun concept to me either. So I'd rather just build a bunch of tanks and a bunch of planes and go, go blow up a bunch of cities. Um, so yeah, I ran into a couple of people while I was, uh, roaming around. Gandhi was there. Obviously he's someone you want to avoid. I, I don't know if the characters this time have been tuned to be more aligned with the, their personalities. Cause he's kind of been a dick. In the last couple of games, pretty much every time he always breaks out the nukes. Um, so I don't know if they've actually changed that, but that was always a funny thing that he would do. So when I did meet him, I, I basically ignored him and uh, told him to go away because I don't want anything to do with that guy. But yeah, I met a bunch of people and that was it. That's all I did. I built well, uh, done. Yeah. I was just talking about how I went out exploring. I met a bunch of people. Uh-huh. Um, I built, I think, like three scouts. And maybe one warrior. I built like, um, I think two buildings and a settler. And that's all I've done in the game. Like, I don't know when I should be settling. I, I was going to look that up at some stage, but um, to kind of see what the number is where you should be going out and settling a new city. I just haven't got around to it. Yep. Do, you, do you know that off the top of your head? Uh, no, not really. Um, I, just, I generally do it when... I'm bursting at the walls and I need to grow my population in a way that, uh, yeah, that settling will solve. So I don't really have a hard and fast rule, to yeah. be honest, I'm afraid. What I do like is how the map, um, it does this really cool effect where the fog of war basically, like, you know, this old type of style, like uh, Indiana Jones map type pen and paper type stuff where it, it, it looks like this. What do they, what do they call the effect? Um, it looks like hand drawn type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does that effect when you're, when you lose your uh, vision of stuff. And that looks really neat. Yep. Yeah. That's very stylish. Yeah. It's got a name. I can't remember what the fuck it's called. I cannot think of it either, but yes, it is very stylish hmm. and it's a really cool effect. Yeah. That's Civ 6 for the moment. I'm sure we'll get to it at some stage. It's just, yeah, it's, it's such a bad... I, I say it's a bad time to release, but it's got like huge numbers. It's I think I was reading it's done like 20% on top of uh, its highest player count from Civ 5. Really? In terms of peak players. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, which is not like Civ is always one of the highest games on Steam. Yeah, it's usually in like, I think the top five, something like that. Um, but yeah, it, it peaked the other day at uh, like twenty percent higher than the last game, which is nuts. People talk about it being a niche game, and it's not a niche game. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. That's that's really. I, I'm I'm glad as well because they took some risks with this one as well. So, I mean, adding religion in from the get go and stuff. Uh, I don't think religion was ever supposed to be in a Civ game in general. So, mm. yeah. Actually, is that true? Well, it was in the last one. 
as a mod. Yeah, I know. A, it might have been in there at one stage as a mod, and then they looked and went, "Oh, this might be interesting." But could have been it was in as an expansion. So yeah, um, but yeah, cool. TF two, Team Fortress two. Team Fortress 2. You gotta love Team Fortress 2. Everyone loves Team Fortress 2, right? Hats. Hats are great. Hats are great. Overwatch. Basically Overwatch, right? That's what Team Fortress 2 is. Without hats. Without the hats. Uh, no, Time for 2. Out this week. Uh, my review is live on Oz Gamers. Mm, that's a website. Oz Gamers. Um, it's a German website. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Austrian Gamers, I think. Hmm. Uh, you're fine. Uh, but yeah, um, time for two. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It plays it really safe. That's my biggest criticism is that it plays everything super fucking safe, yeah. which is a shame. Um, they don't really take any risks. And it's weird because they have like some of the riskiest shit uh, in video games, but they just, they really, yeah, play it safe with it all. So... Yeah, I don't know. I find so what, it disappointing in that sense, but uh, yeah. So you saw what single player? You played single player, or yeah? So I played single player. I played multiplayer. I played fucking everything. So tell us uh, about single player. So, hang on. Before I, I before I do, no, uh, I got to tell you. Tell me about single player. About a thing that I was going to talk about last week, but uh, I, I win- the Windows Store. Windows Store. Um, we're playing. And, uh, like, we're, I don't know, five hours into one of our two 10-hour days of playing. And uh, um, suddenly, like, everyone starts getting fucking hectic lag. Yeah. Like, huge hectic lag. And uh, the, the devs are freaking the fuck out, obviously. They're like, no, no, this shouldn't be happening. Uh, I don't understand why this is happening. And they're, like, trying to work it out. They're, like... Uh, the Wi-Fi is fine. Um, like they're checking on their phones. The Wi-Fi is still fine. Uh, it, it wasn't until a day later that they worked out that um, the win- Windows update had started and it was doing it bandwidth unchecked mm-hmm. and just tearing down all the data it could on all of the PCs. Yep for a period of like 25 minutes, every single PC just started updating, uh, downloading the Windows update in the fucking background. And uh, so it destroyed the fucking bandwidth uh, in the in the room. And that's why everyone was getting fucking huge lag for like half an hour. And they were freaking the fuck out. And I cannot believe that, like even fucking, even these devs can't fucking control Windows from fucking them at a fucking review event. It was fucking spectacular. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, I'm sure they didn't find it very funny. But, uh, yeah, just how fucked are Windows updates? It just decides. It does whatever the fuck it wants. It's so out of control. You no longer properly control your fucking PC. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was that. Was that. Anyway, the single player. Yes. Single player. Uh, single player. Single player. It's one with a robot dog, right? Robot dog. Uh, it has two levels that I guarantee you we're going to see more of in some sense for years to come because they are, like, spectacular. I remember at Gamescom, uh, the single-player designer said to me flat out, he's like, like, he was, you know, sort of boasting the way that 
devs often boast about their games and then he sort of like flatly said he's like no you're going to do stuff in Titanfall 2 that you have never seen in the game before I'm like that is that's some you know big talk he's like yeah uh, he was he 100 percent believed it he was he was he was correct yeah you have I guarantee you never done shit like these two levels in but games before. like in saying that these are the that's these are the call of duty guys <laughs> like they they did things in Call of Duty where people were like, "Holy fuck!" Exactly, and you yeah. see that all the time now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, these guys these guys have been shaping how we think about fucking first person shooters for a, like a decade and a half now. Like, this is what they fucking do. And yeah, Timefall Two has two such levels. One level. Uh, I won't go into too many details about either, but one level um, you are going through like a massive construction facility and uh, it's all like moving platforms. And so what it winds up being is this spectacular uh, platforming section where the platforms are moving and you're constantly like wall running from moving platform to moving platform. Um, you're trying to keep ahead of like, you're trying to look ahead so you can see how the platform is going to move next. So you can plan that shit out. And it feels like a proper fucking platformer, which, but done in first person. And it's done in such a way that you always feel like you're not ahead of the game, but just, just, in time with it like just fucking keeping up with it and so you're making decisions that feel like almost they're almost snap decisions except you know that you may like you have those decisions are informed by shit you've already looked at and it's the way that the level is designed to give you the opportunities to look at that shit that uh creates that sensation like i first person platforming it it has to like on to this level it has to come like not mirror's edge follow the bright red line or anything yeah i'm talking like just as a court like first first person shooters should not exist if they've got wall running and they don't have uh fucking awesome platforming anymore i don't think those two things should exist without one another um so there's that and yeah it's stunning staggering and then by the end of that level it just gets into fucking head fuckery levels of shit which is awesome i won't go into details the other level that i think is the biggest missed opportunity in video games in half a decade at least uh is you get a fucking device that allows you when you press the lb button you change to a time you change timelines you switch into a time that is six months in the past or nine months in the past, some period of time in the past. Hmm. Press LB switch to nine months ago. Press LB again, you're back in the present time. And you switch and switch and switch and switch at, at will. And it's there's no fucking, there's no hiccups, there's no fucking pauses. It's just bang, switched. And then it uses that to creatively force you into some spectacular platforming and spectacular combat sections. And so you're switching, like you'll run, wall run, switch, 
uh, suddenly, like the room ahead of you is full of fire. You leap over a pits of fire, uh, switch back to land on a platform, jump, switch back so you don't jump into a wall. The wall's no longer there in the future, so you jump straight through. Uh, you land, run onwards, you dodge some bad dudes, switch so that you can you don't get killed uh wall run a bit more double jump uh power slide underneath something switch that something is no longer there and like that shit just keeps going mm-hmm. and it's fucking amazing and the entire game should have been that the entire game should have been you doing that shit because it feels fucking spectacular in action and it's it's like it's straight up a fucking it's a portal moment yeah like they they created their own fucking to to the extent that by the time you finish that level like you don't you're not thinking about doing any of these things Hmm. it's just second nature you just you switch you shoot you switch to dodge yeah like it's just fucking second nature because you're thinking with switching you're thinking with portals and shit like it's done yeah and it's just bananas that they would fucking not to that the whole time like it's it, well it's not bananas it's playing it safe that's the game is them playing it safe really fucking safe and it drives me bonkers because that game like I don't know it's just it's potential all over the fucking place and it's just sort of waste it a little bit it's like yeah we made this fucking amazing thing we waste like i don't know wasted it seems like the wrong term but they do they waste it on their robot game hmm. it's bananas to me they it's it's wasted on this robot game and like it's it it genuinely feels disappointing to leave that behind to go back to a, a game where you're a fucking super soldier with a giant robot. How how do you make being a super soldier with a giant robot feel disappointing? Because you've shown me something so much more amazing. That's out, and that, that that's what they did. Anyway, so that that most the, the rest of the game is super soldier with a giant robot shit. Yeah, and it's actually it's it's good. Like it's. You know, Infinity Ward slash Respawn mastered that sort of storytelling years ago, years and years and years ago. And so it, it, they tell a, a solid story. And it's, you know, it's that buddy cop thing that they were going for. It does that really well. Like, BT is fantastic. It feels 100% like John Connor and the T-800. Uh, it feels like like that from Terminator 2. Like, he is sort of learning from you. You're learning from him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you're both richer for the experience of knowing one another. Uh, there's no stupid bullshit like, oh, who's the real robot? Who's the real machine? Who's the human from fucking Halo or anything like that? They avoided that. Thank God. And yet, I don't know. There's like, I would have liked them to ex- at least explore the concept of the pilots a little bit more than they did. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, it just feels like 
like the start, right? I write in my review, which you can read at Oz Gamers right now, but I write in my review that um, it kicks off uh, and you're not a pilot. Mm-hmm. You're not a Titan pilot. But you are a Titan pilot 20 minutes into the game. Okay. What's the point? Why was I never not a pilot then? You know? Apart from to sort of force me through a tutorial section, why was I not a pilot? Instead of exploring the depth of the world that these super soldier cyborg dudes sort of imply, instead of like, I don't know, why not fucking take me through the Ender's Game facility that must exist to determine whether someone can be a pilot or not? Why not, like, go through that shit instead of just, yeah, fuck it. You're not a pilot. Ah, screw it. You're a pilot. You can be a pilot. Fuck it. They just don't do anything with it. That's that's the whole fucking single player. They don't do anything with... They have all these ideas. They're, they're just sort of taunting you with all these fucking cool-ass ideas that they never really do anything with. It drives me fucking bananas. And yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like, it's you know, seven <laughs> hours long. It's seven hours long and it's it's a shooter campaign and uh, yeah, it's mostly a by the numbers shooter campaign except for these two spectacular fucking levels uh, and yeah, I don't know. I I I, I would play. Um, I don't know. I I wish they had more platforming. Hmm. I'd play it for another three hours if it was three more hours of. Uh, that platforming from the construction facility. Yep. Fuck, I'd play it for like six more hours if it was the platforming from that construction out facility. Um, but yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, do you remember what uh, Omaha looked like in Medal of Honor? Uh, yes. Was It was amazing, right? Yeah, don't go watch a YouTube video. Of that. <laughs> I was actually uh, I was watching a YouTube of uh, Stalingrad from Call of Duty One. Do you remember that? Um, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, was that where there was like smoke? You had it was to the do one where you're on the boat. Or oh, okay, uh, you're on the boat, and uh, if you get off, like if anyone tries to retreat, they get shot. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, 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 yep, yep. That was like that was Infinity Ward cementing their ability to fucking holy fuck what? Mm. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, don't go watch that. Cause it doesn't hold up either. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh fuck, this. Oof. Yeah. I remember that looking amazing. That was a, the, one of the best <laughs> fucking moments in video games. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, uh, multiplayer, multiplayer, (laughs) multiplayer is, it's got three team deathmatch variants. So has it got team deathmatch? It's got what? Domination. Domination. variant. It is. Oh, it's not. You kill, you kill dude. Oh no. I mean like, um, sorry. Like, uh, kill confirmed. Uh, it has a version of that, but you have to bank the money at a specific place. So I'm, it's, it's very, it's very 
team deathmatchy, but it isn't quite. There is an element of objective play to it. Was uh, no, it kill confirmed? Also, like you had to bank it. Um, don't you just bank it at the end of? Nah, you had to. You don't have to bank it at a. Oh, place. you just had to. Or you just had to collect the dog tag. Yeah, that's how you banked it. Uh, right. Know, this in yeah. in uh in bounty hunter, you shoot someone and then you get half their money. And you have to go to a location to bank it, but the location is only open uh, for like forty-five seconds every two or three minutes. Yeah, okay. So it becomes a big hub for fighting. Um, yeah. So uh, no, they've got what's it called skirmish, mm-hmm. which is uh, basic run of the mill team deathmatch. They've got. Uh, another mode where it's skirmish but there's robots like AI for you to kill as well yep that was from the first game I just can't remember what it's called attrition attrition and then they've got pilot versus pilot which is uh, team deathmatch and nobody gets any titans nobody gets those things that are in the title of the fucking game uh yeah so that's you know dumb as balls um so yeah cool um yeah, it's got three of those. It's got Bounty Hunter, which is 90% Team Deathmatch. Uh, and then it's got Domination, Capture the Flag. Uh, Domination is called Amped Hardpoint. Oh, uh, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Well well done. Yep. Um, <laughs> how did you work that out? <laughs> it just came to me then. Okay, fair enough. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm clearly paying attention to you. Clearly, <laughs> uh, obviously, painfully. Uh, but yeah, too many, too many team deathmatch variants, and like it shouldn't even have one, in my opinion. It should not have one team deathmatch variants because in the fucking alpha, right? They announced that they were going to create, like, they were doing things where you didn't even get fucking points for kills. Mm-hmm. That's like you only got points for capturing point uh, flags and shit, and yet they reverted on that. Uh, because they're so keen to please as many people as they can. And that's bullshit. That's that's crazy. These are the people who fucking shaped first-person shooters, and yet they don't have the balls to just sit there and go, you know what? No, you have to play the fucking objective. I'm sorry, but you got to play the objective, okay? Do, like, yeah, okay, you want to get kills and stuff. Fine. Get kills. But get them on their fucking objective, or... You don't get fucking points for it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, cool. You got a lot of kills. Well done. But they didn't count for shit towards your team. So you fucking wasted everyone's time. Like, they don't have the guts to say anything out of the ordinary. All they do is just the same shit everyone else is doing. Three team deathmatch variants is bananas for a game that last time had a population... Uh, deficit like population fucking wasteland hmm. two months out two months out from release too many people weren't playing it they had to start consolidating playlists and shit so why would you split that up even more by having three different team deathmatch variants it's banana it's it's, it's so so silly yeah and I just yeah I don't know it bums me out and like fuck's sake just not up like just you made this shit fucking own it 
That's, that bugs the shit out of me. I am very good at Titanfall, though. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. I am gross. How good are you, Job? Tell us how I, good you I am gross at that game. Uh, I guarantee you, almost everyone who was at that review event has had to edit out far too much footage of me fucking wrecking them because there's a shitload of it. Uh, and I've got all of it as well <laughs> you've, uh, you've made sure you've kept it oh yeah oh yeah and uh, i didn't fuck up like my battlefield one footage did which still bugs the shit out of me um yeah i like i, I was just i was murdering motherfuckers all over the place oh god I, I made a video of me killing polygon repeatedly uh that was that was your birthday present yeah um and uh yeah, that round, I went 17 and 4, I think. Because um, it was team deathmatch. So mm-hmm. what the fuck am I going to do, right? Like, I might as well get kills. That's how I help my team. Uh, I, you know, I'm not happy about it. If I had an objective to do, I'd do the objective. But I didn't. So my objective is killing people. I don't think it's a valid objective. But I do what I'm, you know, supposed to. So fuck it. And, uh... Yeah, 17 and 4, just fucking ruining motherfuckers all over the place. Uh, I finished the the round, ended. I got the last kill of the round. Uh, sadly, it doesn't have like a play of the game or uh, kill cam or final, final kill cam or anything like that. It doesn't have anything like that. But the final kill I got, uh, I called in a Titan and uh, it's and giant bomb walked their own Titan underneath it as mine came crashing down, exploded it, killed him. Uh, beautiful. A beautiful, like, skill shot. It was an actual, actual skill shot. Uh, I, tr- I baited him into walking straight under it, and I felt like a fucking king when it happened. Uh, I got that. Like, I got, I've, I got a fucking tweet. It's been retweeted, like, fucking 40 times or some shit. I made a, a video on Twitter about it. Uh, where I get a, f- I get five kills in ten seconds, mm-hmm. um, three plus three time kills, twenty-two retweets and seventy-two likes, not forty. Anyway, uh, three Titan kills in one go, and I'm I'm kicked to death <clears throat> in midair. Uh, you know, everyone's gonna you know by the dude, the first dude I killed. By the way, <laughs> yeah. uh, he shouldn't have spawned that close, but whatever. Um, yeah. It's a. Uh, it was. I killed Game Informer, GameSpots, and two European sites. <laughs> it shouldn't have happened like that. It should not have, not not have happened like that. It was ridiculous. Uh, they. I could see my Titan was going to blow up, so I. Uh, I turned around and walked into the center, and they all came clumbering in, mm-hmm. and I ejected. A nuclear ejection is still in the game, so uh, my Titan exploded. They all walked towards the pretty bright light i guess it's it's like basically wall of shame shit like that's not how anyone should have died i know giant bomb was desperately trying to go for the nuclear ejection kills because uh i could see him like there were a number of times that we would face off head to head and he'd be on like he'd go into critical mode and i'd be on fucking a sliver of health 
and suddenly he just starts sprinting at me. He wouldn't, like, stop and try to get out or anything, which is the same thing to do when you're facing off with a giant robot that's shooting you. He just starts sprinting at me, and I knew what was coming. So I'd stop. I'd stop what I was doing and just start sprinting the fucking other way because I knew he had to be hammering on X while he was sprinting forward. Um, he, he tried it multiple times, never got me. Nobody ever. The only person who ever nuclear ejected, uh, ejection killed me was me, and that was the four or five times when I ejected while I was still underneath a fucking rooftop. And I, I'm like, well, at least I, you know, I'm going to die, but I'm going to take someone with me. Um, yeah. <clears throat> the movement thing, it's, it's like the key to being really good at Titanfall 2 is movement. It's a, and like once you master the movement, and I felt like I mastered the movement in the single player, um, and it carried over beautifully to the multiplayer. The multiplayer levels are perfectly designed to make it so that you can almost never, like if you want, you almost never have to touch the fucking ground. Uh, you just wall run forever, which is fucking awesome. Um, and if you're able to do that, people just get fucking shredded. They just they have no no chance because you're moving too fast for them uh, to track you. You're moving. You're, you're you have basically all the advantages because they're not really moving compared to you. Uh, and yeah, people just die a lot. And I noticed like I wasn't even I wasn't I wasn't the best fucking player there. Um, they had some Titanfall two devs on who had actually mastered movement in the game like I, i'm like oh yeah i feel like i mastered it in the single player i didn't come close i got good at it right but these motherfuckers were they were playing fucking 40 chess uh while i was playing fucking chinese checkers and shit like they were eons ahead of me at this shit and every time they jump on to i think shut me down i think they were jumping on to shut me down uh i'm almost certain that's what was happening but every time they jump on to shut me down uh they would be just mind-blowing in their movement and it'd be so fucking difficult to take them down and they were 100 targeting me because they never really at the top of the fucking uh leaderboard but Every single kill I'd get in, uh, every single death I'd get in that round would be at the hands of one of them. Uh, so I, I learned to like recognize when they're in the game, and uh, I just sort of take it a bit easier. Focus, focus on the weaker links, the polygons of the game, and uh, yeah, just uh, try and get kills where I could. But I was getting fucking murdered. Uh, it was it was rough. Like the difference, there's there's clear skill ceiling shit going on in that game and the best of the best have have options that just aren't available to even just very good players and it's, it so reminds me of old school fucking shooter shit old school arena shooters where like the best of the best the best players who are rocket jumping and bunny hopping and shit like that they were on like not even they weren't even playing the fucking same game that you were playing mm-hmm. yeah. and it was awesome and then once you learned how to do it like everything clicked everything clicked but you had to relearn how to look at an entire map and shit awesome 
fantastic shit. That stuff's awesome. The way that they've created those levels as well to accommodate both uh, spectacular wall running and Titans uh, to have good Titan battles. Fantastic. Like level design, there's no disputing. It's genius. Not a single bit of it has been designed around Team Deathmatch because you can't level design around Team Deathmatch. You don't fucking, oh, this will be a good area for conflict in Team Deathmatch because nobody knows where the fuck that's going to happen, right? Like, you don't. You can't do it. So, yeah, nobody ever has. Unless you put, like, quad damage in a specific location. Right? (laughs) That's, yeah. Yeah, but that's, like, that's still, that's arena. That's Deathmatch shit. That's not fucking Team Deathmatch, right? Like, that's proper deathmatch jewel shit you're designing around actual conflict there like anyway um so uh then oh yeah another another fun story uh i got they invited me to come down i was i was hoping to go see a los angeles rams game on the sunday but uh i didn't get to go unfortunately um uh, I couldn't get tickets in time. Uh, instead, I'm sitting in my room and uh, EA messaged me and they're like, hey, uh, we had some no-shows. Do you want to come down and play the game for a bit before uh, before your actual session? Because uh, they had the influencers on two days before the press were on, on the two days before the press were on. And so they had, uh, yeah, I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll come down. So I'm playing with YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And we're talking like full blown Call of Duty pros and shit. And uh, I was getting wrecked. I was getting ruined. It was like proper embarrassing shit. Um, but I was stuck with like all the basic loadout stuff. They'd been playing for six hours and they'd unlocked a bunch of stuff. And I don't really have anything, any unlocks or anything like that. So I'm like struggling hard. Uh, and then I, and I also hadn't played Titanfall in fucking forever. Anyway, I hear them all like yucking it up. They're like, ah, oh yeah, I'm fucking ruining you, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, like I said, Call of Duty pro players. I walk around and they're all playing on control pads. Uh, they're all playing on Xbox One control pads. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. Uh, so I had a look at their loadouts and uh, I was actually able to recreate most of those loadouts, like the majority of what they were they were rocking. They just they had uh, some scopes and shit that I didn't have access to yet. Uh, so I did my best to recreate it. Um, there's a there's a submachine pistol. The basic submachine pistol you get in the game has basically essentially zero recoil. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It spits out fucking five billion bullets a second and has zero recoil and all of them were using it i was sitting there using the standard the default weapon the rc 101 or whatever the fuck it was from the first game the assault rifle and i switched to this thing and i went from like second last on the fucking table to first repeatedly just over and over and over again yeah and the reason is because, like, we're all on a level playing field now, except they're playing with fucking controllers and I'm playing with keyboard and mouse. And the difference is staggering. Like, there's no way the be- the best controller players in the world would still lose to middling keyboard and mouse players. It's, it's just the way it is. It's just facts. Uh, 
anyway, then um, there was something else I was going to say. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Forgotten. Um, then I bailed. I left right. at one point, at some point, but I can't remember what I was going to say. Fuck. I was going somewhere with that. Apart from, you know, I beat the Call of Duty pros at their own game. <laughs> well, it wasn't their own game, obviously. Their own game would be Call of Duty, but I'd destroy them in Call of Duty if I had a keyboard and mouse. That's what I was going to say. Uh, they've got a, like, they've got like an obstacle course in the single player. Yep. And uh, I did it uh, on controller. Mm-hmm. And I managed a cool 79 seconds. Okay. Uh, no, I think it was 82 seconds. Uh, my best time was 82 seconds on controller to get around this fucking this uh, obstacle course. And on um, on PC, mouse and controller, it was 39 seconds. Hmm. Like half. Half the time uh, to do that shit. But uh, yeah, huge difference. Yeah. Anyway. So the multiplayer, yeah, it's fun. It's fun, but it's this. There's too much hedging. There's too much fucking. There's too much. Too much going hiding on. behind bullshit modes to make sure to try and make everyone happy. Yeah. So how many modes are there? All up. Eight, nine, something. Yes, yeah, that's, that's heaps. Uh, there's a Colosseum mode, which is a one-on-one uh, thing where both players are equipped with the same weapons. Yeah. And they're like uh, a Titan railgun and uh, electro cannon. And uh, it's like in a tiny arena and it's basically like rocket arena. Yeah. So like Battlefield's at the point now where there's like two modes, right? They got like Conquest and Rush. Conquest and Operations. And yes. Operations, yeah. Well, Rush is still in there, right? It is, but nobody fucking plays it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, they've got war p- pigeons, and they got they do have team deathmatch. So, I guess they've got five, but like two main modes. Yeah, yeah. The P- and conquest is like the main one. Yeah, and and just stuff to as minor distractions. Yeah, like Call of Duty ran into that problem where they were just like plonking down so many modes. Yeah, yeah, and it dilutes the player base too much. Yeah, you're like, oh. Well, I would play Gun Game, but only three other people in the world are playing it right now, so I guess I fucking won't bother. Hmm. And for a game like Titanfall, which ran into problems with population last time, I feel like it's too risky for them to do this. Like, have one team deathmatch mode, and then hide it, and put amped hard point at the top and make everyone play amped hard point oh, c- capture the flag actually capture the flag in an ideal world everyone would just play capture the flag on time for yeah or do because- like what what uh, overwatch does and have like a brawl mode but it just have a change every week have yep. your team deathmatch mode this week it's this mode and then the next week it rotates to something else at least people would be playing it then you would hope yeah that's true um, although the, what happens with, um, Hearthstone is people just don't play the brawls that they don't like. Yeah. Well, that, that's fair enough, but at least you're not like, you know, diluting how many people can play a specific mode. Yeah. True. Actually, Battlefield has a brawl. It, they haven't implemented it yet, hmm. but it's coming, I think next week. Uh, the first one is Fog of War and it's on, uh, Endor. And uh, they've got fog set at its heaviest setting. Uh, there's no HUD. 
and you can only equip a pistol and a, a melee weapon. Yeah, but so can you see who's on your team? No. So you just shoot everything? Yep, but there's no friendly fire. So until you... It actually helps you distinguish the different uniforms on that map because uh, there, there was a lot of that happening. People were like, blam, blam, blam. Yeah, I'm gray. Notice how we're both wearing gray, fuckhead? Try shooting someone else. Um, but yeah, it's pretty amusing. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. They need to di- like the, to fucking boil it down into like this at least one mode and yeah, rotate it or something. Have a playlist where it rotates between fucking the three team deathmatch modes or something. Fuck's sake. Yeah. That, that, that'd do it. Yeah. Yep. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'll play it. Like, I feel like I'm burnt from the last one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, if I can get a key, uh, that's cheap or a free key, um, then I'll definitely play it. Sure. But yeah, I, I'm like, there's stuff coming out this week that, like this new Dead by Daylight update that's I think out tomorrow. Um, that I definitely want to play that. Like Battlefield's still playing. Um, and then PAX is the week after. Like I just I'm not going to have time. Yeah. Yeah, I want to play All Well because I'm going to code for that. I want to play Civ Six. Uh, everyone says Mafia Three is basically the same mission that I've already played over and over again, so I'm probably done with that. Sadly, hmm. I got this game called Colat. Okay. Um, which looks like a really cool game. It's sort of like, a, um, I don't know, it's like horror game. I might record myself playing it. Everyone loves watching me play horror games. Uh, yeah. Like a, a horror game into the Ural Mountains and it's navigated, uh, narr- narrated by Sean Bean. So pretty cool. Are uh, you Sean Bean? I think I might be, so I'm oh. probably going to die. Yeah, uh, probably. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, and yeah, heaps of games. And of course, Call of Duty is coming up, and I will be playing that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. Um, we're supposed to be playing Titanfall tomorrow. Tomorrow? Thursday. Thursday. Thursday nights. Thursday night, and they'll be streaming that. Um, so I'm guessing we're playing streamers. I think we're playing streamers. What I don't like is that they won't tell me what I'm going to win when I inevitably win the uh, the game. So yeah. that's annoying to me. They should tell me what I'm going to win. So I'm I going prizes I'll win. No? Hey, I'm going on your team. You should do that. That would be a very wise idea because yeah. I already know the best weapons and shit. Are they going to make us play on control pads? Uh, yes, it's on Xbox One. Sadly. <sighs> That's why Nathan decided he would not be going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, going to have to just smash him using that. That's my philosophy. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so we'll be playing that. That'll be, I don't know, interesting at least. Maybe we should ping the link out when it goes live. We, we, that's we try. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Because people will not know because this will be up after. <laughs> uh, true. Yeah. That's a good point. Anyway, uh, that's Titanfall. Titanfall, yeah. Um, yeah. 
don't know. It could be so much better. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I think I'll wait and see what it receives. Like, if it's going to, if people are playing it, then I might jump in. But, um, I don't know. I'm going to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, should we do some news? Uh, yeah. Let's talk about Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. This shit that didn't go out the day after we said it would or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, last week, where were we at? They they announced the game yet? Um, no. The, yeah. They'd no, announced, they announced the title. The, had they? Yeah, because I've written it down here. Red oh, Dead yeah. Redemption the first, first trailer, right? And, yeah, they're like, first trailer tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. And they had a date. Yeah, that's right. And then um, we thought we, we thought it was the actual next day, but it wasn't. For some no. reason, they waited like two more days. Yeah. And then released a trailer, which I was not up for because it was like two in the morning. All yeah. the other ones were done at midnight. Like, I don't know who the fuck is doing mar- marketing over there. <laughs> well, but they're I- crazy. I think it was the international team, you know? Yeah, that was nuts. Um, anyway, I watched the trailer. Um, what did you think? It's not a long trailer. It goes for about a minute. Yeah, it looks it looks spectacular. It looks like Grand Theft Auto 5, but in cowboy times. So I'm fucking well on board. Like, sign me the fuck up, you know? Yeah. Yeah? We, we still no. don't know, um, like, what kind of- where it's set. I guess. Um, and when? It was pretty much just like a, a montage of some scenery. It's a prequel. It was confirmed it was a prequel. Oh, it, it has been confirmed it's a prequel. That's, I thought so, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was, but maybe not. Maybe it is. I just don't remember. Um, cool. We're looking, all over this. I'm We're looking at it now. I don't know. It doesn't say anything about prequel. Did we get a press release? We did get a press release. What's the press release say? I'm fucking just like, can't you pause for a second to give me a chance to fucking find it? No. Okay, good. I Uh, didn't get a press release. You must go on. Epic tale of life in America's unforgiving heartland. That's what it says. That's all I, yep. That's what I've got. All right. Well, I'm sure I read it was a definitely a prequel somewhere. I don't know where, but I definitely did. So we were speculating last week it was a prequel. We definitely, yeah, we were. But I'm sure I read this. Like, just, just believe me, okay? I read it somewhere. Okay. Maybe on Reddit. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, maybe the point yeah. of the matter is, looks sick. It's coming out uh, next year. Um. Yep. And yep. next year. A lot of different characters. Uh, yeah, more. Oh, that's the bit with the camping in the under the stars and shit. Holy shit, it looks so pretty. Yeah. yeah. Um, no oh. PC, though. Which is kind of crap. Um, yes. And it'll be out six months later. And I'll be all over that shit. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll talk about that a bit more once we get to play it. Which hopefully yeah. is so. Hopefully. But I think you're being optimistic. Maybe. Um, Nintendo Switch. This is their new console. Yep. So this was announced via one of their direct 
um, broadcasts, I guess. Nintendo Directs, yep. Once again, I did not stay out for this. It was the same night as Red Dead revealed. It was, yep. The, those two bananas going off at the same time. Um, what is it, Job? I, I watched the uh, four-minute, five-minute trailer. Yep. It seems like uh, something you, you can take with you that's a portable device, but also connects to your TV. Yeah, I reckon it's more portable than it is uh, other thing. Okay. Like home, home console. Home console, yeah. Um, it's... Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's um, definitely got portable as, like, sort of a front and center concept to mm-hmm. it. Um, so it's definitely pushing the, yeah, portable shit. Uh, and... Yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's interesting to say the least. Uh, there's a lot of there's just a lot of questions. There's just a lot of questions that I got. Like we know it uses cartridges. We know the switching will be instant, like immediate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got a halfway decent third party lineup uh, with you know Activision and Bethesda and EA all saying that they'd be on board and Take Two and that kind of stuff. Uh, we know it'll have local multiplayer, and we know it's coming out in March, but we don't really know a whole lot else. Like a lot of a lot of the other other information out there is just speculation at this point. Like, yeah, it's hard to really tell. And I guess they kind of confirm that it's uh, NVIDIA Integra. Is that right? It, they they didn't one hundred percent say it was Tegra, but it's based okay. on the same stuff that you know is. Uh, the same market leading technology that makes Nvidia the best or whatever the fuck. So, oh, it's a custom Tegra. A custom, yeah, that's what it so, says here on the Nvidia site. Right. So it's. Oh, have they actually said Tegra now? Okay, maybe they updated. If you go to the Nintendo, sorry, the uh, yeah, there's a Nintendo yeah, the Switch official. blog. Yep. On the Nvidia site, and they talk about uh, how they're powering the console. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, we don't know where this custom Tegra sits yet. Mm-hmm. Like, is it between K1 and X1? Between X1 and X2? Is it an X2? Like, is it using Pascal architecture, which is what my 1070 uses, or something worse, something better? We don't know the answers to all these things. If it is using Pascal, then I, like, it's, it's capable of competing. And I think that's bananas. Yeah. I think, like, but if it's using Pascal, it is com- capable of competing with the Xbox One and the PS4. Not the Pro and not the Scorpio, but the basic mm-hmm. two consoles, which is fucking amazing. If it's not, if it's just the next one, it's going to struggle, like, to look very good at all. Yeah. You've also got to wonder about, like, battery life, right? Like, if this, this thing is a portable device and it's powering that, that uh, all the components inside plus the, the portable screen. True. Um, like, what is the battery going to be like on that thing? Is it going to be, you know, three hours? <laughs> yeah. It's a good question. Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Uh, on the other hand, I think it'll be cool to play games on a plane. <laughs> I might actually sit next to Whoa. want to sit next to my friends on a plane for once. A flight to Brisbane, maybe. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but that'd be cool. Um, I'm actually I'm. I, I tell you what, I pre- pre-ordered one and the, the nine hundred ninety-nine dollar placeholder tag. Yep, you're crazy. No, um, I I wanted to make sure I didn't miss out on any fucked stock. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. So yeah, I'm I'm on board, man. Like, I don't know. I, okay. I, I'm, I'll wait again. I got pretty burnt by the Wii. Um, I didn't buy the Wii U. Yeah, I was close. How are you going to play Legend of Zelda when this thing comes out? You're going to buy this. No, this is a good point. See, um, I don't know. I'll come to yours and play it. Okay, you can. You, well, you can have my Wii U. I don't want your Wii U. I want a Switch. I'll have your Switch. No, mate. Fucking, <laughs> you acted silly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, one of my favorite pieces of speculation is that it will run on Android. What? Yep. Everyone is speculating that it's running on Android, which cracks me the fuck so up. So then they haven't built their own software. Uh, well, that sounds crazy. Yeah. If it is running on Android, and I don't think it is, but if it is running on Android, it'll be indistinguishable. Uh, sorry, it'll be fucking nothing like Android. You'll, like, there'll be nothing of Android left to look at in it because if there is, well, hey, at least the games will be cheap <laughs> because they'll be fucking free. Um, Android is hilariously uh, uh, easy to pirate shit on. So, yeah, Uh if they are using Android, it will be uh, the way Android is based on Unix in that you wouldn't fucking know it to look at it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that's my favorite thing. Um, there are rumors that it'll be region free, which are cool. Well, yeah, that hopefully. Uh, but, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, because it's using cartridges, right? Um, yeah. I think people were worried about... Uh, things like storage capabilities, but if it's a portable device and it's using like a CD type system, then you run into problems with it skipping and uh, yeah, things like that. Yeah, so that's why it has to use cartridges. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wrote down not backwards compatible. That's been confirmed as well. It won't play Wii, Wii games, Wii U games, and it won't play 3DS games. What? It's not backwards compatible with those games. At all? Well, I, I don't know, apparently. Um, VC? I think, was it Eurogamer or F- Famitsu that spoke to them about it? It was one of those two. Okay. Fair enough. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Confirm a few things. Anyway, so that's uh, Nintendo Switch coming March. A couple months. Wow. Less than six months. Less than six months. It's very close. Noise. All right. What else we got? Battlefield 1Z. I just wanted to talk about this a bit. There was a... So, Peter Moore tweeted today uh, a picture of himself in a onesie. Yep. Battlefield Uh, onesie. A Battlefield onesie. And uh, he copped a lot of shit about it. And uh, some of the shit he copped was fair enough. Because... his tweet wasn't very tasteful. Uh, but some of it was just, I don't know, a bit too much. Uh, I just felt like, yeah, people were going too far. 
Uh, everyone's like, oh, this, you know, I thought Battlefield was good, but now that I see that I've got a onesie, I'm starting to think it's not. And shit like that. Like, how could, how the fuck could you judge uh, a fucking game because marketing has released some fucking clothing alongside it? That's just bananas to me. Like, imagine discounting hundreds of hours of some people's work because a marketing dude decided to wear a fucking onesie. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, trench warfare requires specialty equipment and clothing. Uh, thus is born the Battlefield one onesie with pockets for melee weapons and Doritos. He misspelled onesie. He didn't call it a Battlefield onesie. Uh, trench warfare, he should not have referred to it all because that's in hella poor taste. And, uh, yeah, the Doritos shit is just dumb as balls. But uh, Taking a dig at gamers. Exactly. Uh, but the like people are like, yeah, oh the yeah the onesie itself cheapens World War One. It doesn't though, right? Like the onesie itself has nothing to do with World War One, except that it's about a game that's based on World War One. But that doesn't make the onesie about World War One. So I, I don't know. It just bugs the shit out. I mean, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. You know. Yeah. Um. I was not paying attention to any of it. I was busy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just uh, having a having a bit of a bitch session. Nothing, uh, nothing happened today. That was exciting, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, I I I let everyone see that poly that video of me killing Polygon. So if you want to see a video of me killing Polygon repeatedly, head to my Twitter, twitter.com slash Joey Nice spectacular um yeah anyway and yeah that's that's about it shall we read some emails we can do that yeah the ga podcast at gmail.com yeah uh todd writes in hey guys do you know of some reasonably minded australian gaming communities i found that post university my old gaming buddies and i have all since moved on with jobs and lives and i find myself in the solo queue a lot doesn't have to be explained to you how much solo queuing drowns in balls. But when I find the time to play games, I'm left with little other options. Can you think of any gaming communities that encourage not being 12? I'm pretty keen to find a group of people to casually play games with, but I can't think of a hub of people that play games, uh, balance playing games seriously while also not caring if you have to bail for life reasons. Fuck, should we just invite people to our Discord chat or what? <clears throat> <laughs> Maybe we should start a separate one. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I I don't know, man. Like, because we've like that's pretty much we've just found four other people who are repeatedly not dickheads in games. <laughs> yeah, but we but just play with them almost exclusively. That's the problem, right? Like, I think that's what that's what tinier teams and smaller squads have done right is is it's encouraged people to just find a small group that people can fucking deal with on a repeated basis to hang out with and yeah you rarely have a sub anyone in extra in but now i don't know just i don't know i reckon we just post our fucking discord man because yeah we might as well put something like like even the people we're playing with now are people that have listened to the show right Exactly. <laughs> that have been like, hey, I play this really obscure game yeah. called Daisy. Do you guys want to play as well? 
And exactly. we talked about it a lot. Yeah, maybe, but I still think we, um, uh, we- Well, creating a Discord server is free. Create a separate one. <laughs> Just because I think there's a bunch of stuff in there that we use, right? Yeah. There are a bunch of channels that we use um, for specific shit. I was going to open. No it. idea how to fucking fix any of the. I, I changed all the settings on everyone once, and I have no idea how to change it ever again. So it's probably going to be a lot of effort. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll make a new one so we don't have to change the settings that we've got. Well, this one Let's is go. just like it, it's our group, right? We we can just make a gap one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. Because it seems like we've got, like, in the one we're using, mm. there's 31 people in there. Yeah. So, it's getting there. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think we'll start anyone. We'll create anyone. I'll put yeah. that on the list of things to do. Cool. Because um, I don't know of any communities that- Not anymore. No, that are really. around. Because like, you used to have places like Game Arena that you could play with. Oz yeah. Gamers is still around, but that's just a- argument forum now yeah people yell at each other um, arguing politics yeah somewhere you could try maybe whirlpool but even yeah. then that's not that's not sort of the thing he's asking for that's just a collection of um like people kind of just post in there the yeah. game they're playing it's not like hey everyone's playing battlefield this week it's pretty much a huge wall of text of all these different games that are out uh but i frequent whirlpool a lot and post on the odd occasion i mainly just read it um, so I don't know, like, I know there's places that have tried doing some stuff. Like I noticed survivors tried doing a forum, but that's just not where media is at these days. Yeah. Um, unless you're NeoGAF, like mm-hmm. forums are pretty, pretty quiet. That's community management is a mad pain in the dick. <laughs> yeah. Like once it gets over a certain size, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe, um. Yeah, maybe a Discord channel could be interesting to set up, but I wonder how we do that, but also switch off notifications to shit because I don't want to be spammed 24 hours a day. I'm yeah. sure I can do that. Yeah, we can do uh, that. We also, right. have, we also have a, a Steam group people can join. True. Um, so, if you search for The Gap, <laughs> I'm sure but it's, it's I don't think I don't think that would work, though, because I don't think I've ever been to the Steam group. So uh, I don't I don't know if people are checking Steam groups for to see if there's like it's worth talking to people and shit. But people can add us through that. I've had a lot of people add me because we're moderators on there. Oh yeah, okay, um, that that makes sense. That would also explain how yeah discussions on our Steam group zero of ten. Uh, yeah. Um, I have 58 friends in this group. Like, people definitely- <laughs> Yeah, me too. Yeah. Adding. Um, so, yeah, you can search the gap in, in Steam communities. Um, you'll find us on there. And Job and I are both admins. Um, yeah, just if you do add us, maybe let me know that you're uh, that you're adding us. <laughs> because there's, there's times where I don't add people. Because I think they're just raging at me, either for Dota. Yeah, or they're just after- Hats for Team Fortress or some shit. Yeah, or hats for yeah. Team Fortress. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let, let's do that Discord thing. That sounds like a good idea. Nice. Cool. But uh, yeah, otherwise we don't have a really good answer for that question. We should read these things and discuss them beforehand. Uh, we yeah. said that Ma- maybe times, people should email us in if there are groups. Let us know what groups are out there. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Because uh, we're clearly out of the loop. Clearly out of the loop. Yeah. Uh, too insular. Okay. Well, Todd writes in another email. Also, can we get fucking mad about, at the amount of shitty Steam wannabe game hubs? I'm playing five games at the moment. Rainbow Six Siege, Battlefield 1, Heroes of the Storm, Elder Scrolls Legends, and Rocket League. And they all have their own fucking programs to open before I can play. Five programs. Steam, Uplay, Battle.net, Bethesda Launcher, and Origin. Five logins to remember. Yes, they mostly auto-login, but it still makes me cranky when they don't. Five friends lists. Zero reasons. Just put your fucking games on Steam so I can conveniently calculate how much of my time uh, I've wasted playing games. Kind regards, Todd. Todd, although I did already rage at Origin earlier this very episode, Hmm. we cannot give all the power to Steam. Yeah. Lunatic. Competition (laughs) is good. It it means that they're always, like, trying to actually make their product better. Even Um, though it seems like Steam isn't... (laughs) Yeah, I can't remember the last time Steam did anything very different, but yeah. Yeah, they always add in weird bullshit in there. Um, but like, I, I I don't have any of this stuff on the auto start anyway, so when I want to play something uh, like uh, Battlefield, then I'll go and launch Origin. Um, or if I want to play Siege, I'll launch Uplay. It's not really in the way. I don't, I don't mind having that stuff there and running. Um and I, I've not had bad, ex- like really bad experiences with some of these these things in a while. Like I've seen a lot of people bash stuff like Origin, um, saying that it's bloated and this and that. And I don't know. I just have not had that experience with it at all. Um, I'm sure. I literally had that experience earlier tonight. But uh, in general, like actually, but, you, know, you were think- you were you were saying that too many notifications were popping up, right? I turned all off off all my notifications and then up, uh, Origin updated and reset all that shit. So maybe it's just letting you know. But uh, no, I don't think it's bloated. It doesn't like doesn't take up that much system resources, which is awesome. Um, Steam is taking up less these days as well, which is good. But uh, in general, I only have like I will kill everything other than Steam. I leave Steam on all the time, and if I'm not playing, uh, I will turn off Origins, I'll turn off Blizzard. Uh, I don't have Bethesda's thing yet. I don't have that either. Battle.net I use because I, I play a bunch of Blizzard games. Yeah. What's the other one? Uplay.net. <laughs> I only turn Uplay on. I turn I turn Uplay on once a week to make sure it's updated, so I don't have to fucking wait for it to update. But yeah. otherwise, uh, yeah, I, um, I only turn that on when I'm playing Rainbow. Yeah. Like, um, the other thing is, people are like, well, why, you know, I just want to use Steam. Like, you have to remember, Steam was a piece of shit when it launched as well. Oh, yeah. That thing was horrible. It was broken. It didn't work properly. Uh, it took a good couple of years for that to actually get going and, and to be in a good place. Um, so, when some of this stuff does launch, I understand that there's like a... a um, like a benchmark that has been set at the moment, but Steam wasn't always that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, it enables, you know, other platforms to come out and they add new things like uh, like Blizzard, Blizzard Net or Battle.net, whatever you want to call it, does awesome things where you can load the game and you don't actually have to have the whole game downloaded to be able to play it. Origin started doing that as well. Mm. Um, Steam's yet to do that. I, I guess that's implemented on a per game basis, but... We haven't seen anything in like that come across to Steam. Um, I'm sure that maybe eventually we may we may see something along the lines, but 
you've got other platforms that are doing that stuff. It means that I can install um, World of Warcraft or uh, Battlefield. Like Battlefield 1, I installed that last week and it got to like 30%. I was like, all right, you can play Battlefield now. It might not be the whole game, but at least I can play something. It could be the single player for, for what I know or that initial mi- uh, mission that, that, that launches up. But that's like a cool little feature that's in these platforms that aren't on Steam yet, which I, I really like. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, that says it all. Luke's not always right, but this time he is. <sighs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but I do agree that... Um, I don't... He makes a good point about put your games on Steam. I don't think that we should be doing, like, exclusive stuff. Yeah. I understand that, like, Microsoft wants to be like, hey, our stuff is on the Windows Store, and that's the only place you can get it. Um, but also, like, when oh, you're... Yeah, you've got the Windows Store. When your the store, store, is, store is, pi- is a piece of shit, um, and the only way you can play your game is through that platform well, until... Your game, yeah, and then like six months later, they're like, "Oh, by the way, Quantum Break is now out on Steam." Yeah, like they're they're just doing that shit on purpose to boost their their um their sales. But I don't uh, like EA's been pretty pretty good at sticking to their guns about putting all their stuff on Origin. True. Um, I don't like. We don't know what stage Bethesda's going to do it. Mm. I don't think they're in you know a place at the moment where they can just be like hey we're just launching this game and this is the only place you can buy it i think that'll hurt them yeah unless they release skyrim 6 or something like that but even then like the like the next skyrim game elder scrolls game uh even then i think that hurts them because like you look at their stats and skyrim is a huge game on steam that's where I mean, and Steam is. integration is too important to them, I think. Hmm. It's too important to their games. And I don't think they have the desire to build a system as robust as Steam's Steamworks system. So, yeah. I don't think Bethesda will ever go down the path of only solely doing that shit. Yeah, at least for a long time. Yeah. Anyway. Todd, thanks for the emails. The two emails. Great emails. Was there any others in there? That's it. But awesome emails. Love emails. Thank you for the emails. Let's wrap this thing up. Sucker up. Yeah. uh, Okay. So you can email us at gfpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, Android, and the Windows Store under the gap with GF Podcast, where you can rate and review us. Um, What else is there? We've also got a Facebook page at facebook.com slash gfpodcast. We're on twitter.com slash gfpodcast. And our website is thegapodcast.com, where you can go check out uh, all the past episodes and a bunch of content that we put up there. And um, that's it. Have you got anything happening this week on your end of the internet? Uh, Titanfall 2 review is up at OzGamers right now. A bunch of stuff is going up at Red Bull. Um, I've got a story about um, the esports potential of Battlefield 1. That should be up by the time you read this. Uh, and it's mostly talking about how it doesn't have esports potential. So uh, that'll be an interesting one. How big are Battlefield clans or, or, or teams? Like, I know they used to be huge, but is that still the case these days? They still exist, but Battlefield 1 in particular doesn't have a lot of facility for it because it doesn't have, like, server rentals at this point. It doesn't have. When it does have them, it won't immediately have kick 
and ban capabilities. So uh, you won't be able to kick people out if you need to scrim. Um, it doesn't have any modes that specifically support esports on the scale that esports generally occur at. And there's no real, like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't think people would be encouraged to play in an esport where they're getting a third of the prize money just because they're on a team that's three times as big. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, you're either playing a five, like, five-a-side mode, which isn't really Battlefield, and you can already watch more competent, better gameplay in other games. Mm-hmm like Counter-Strike or Call of Duty or you and yeah and you're not playing a real Battlefield mode or yeah. you play a Battlefield style and all of the costs grow shit, by shitloads because you need to have like 30 fucking PCs at the LAN event and you need fucking 15 people's worth of prize money and all this shit so yeah is, is this article or something that like an interview or something you did or no let's like go you haven't asked them about it I've, it's got elements from stuff I talked to them about when I was at the review event, but uh, it's primarily did, just... Did they talk about that problem at all, though? Like, did you bring it up to them? I talked to them about esports, yes. Yeah. And, and what, they were pretty, like, on board with it, or no, they, no, they, they didn't did see the, this as an issue? They, they did the thing that they always do when they don't really have an answer, is, well, we don't want to f- try and force esports. Hmm. We want it, you know, if people want to battlefield, want esports, then we'll support it. But uh, that's a cop out. That's a cop out answer that happens a lot when they haven't really thought of an answer to the question. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, uh, nice. but but yeah, we talked about other stuff like game server rentals and uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, cool. Yup. Anyway, uh, so there's that, and I think that's about it. Yeah. Nice. Um, I did some stuff for Survivor.com this week. So, uh, I did like a a recap of the um, the Wargaming.net League APAC Season 1 Finals 2016 and 2017. Because that's not a mouthful. Um, So, I I did a quick write-up on that. That's over at Survivor.com under the esports section. And then also today, or this week, we're doing like a horror week um, to celebrate uh, Halloween which is uh, this weekend, this coming weekend. Um, and I did a piece a couple of weeks back on Dead by Daylight, which got turned into a review uh, after some fiddling around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that went live today. Oh, cool. So you can check that out. What'd you give it? Uh, I gave it a nine. A nine? Yep. Pretty high. <laughs> it's pretty high, but- I think on GameSpot, I got a six or something. Yeah, but that was that was when you released it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sorry, you released that review when the game was out. Yeah. Uh, and it's in a much better shape at the moment. You know, it definitely is, yeah. Three, sorry, not three months out. Two months. No, it's more than that. When it come out, like July? Uh, it's been a couple months, but these guys have been updating it every week. Obviously, I've talked about it a lot. Um, and for a $20 game that I've put 150 plus hours into, uh, I think they've done an amazing job with that. Like, a new update came out today. Uh, they did a bunch of balance changes and then there's one coming out tomorrow, which is the DLC for Michael Myers from Halloween, which I think is about six bucks. Um, right. it's paid DLC. I don't like that at all. Um, yep. and I, I mentioned that in my article that they don't want to do pay to win. Everything's been cosmetic up until this DLC that's coming out, which will be, uh, paid for 
um, hero or whatever you want to call it, killer. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if the survivor is also you have to pay for. I don't think they're separate. I think they're combined, but I'm not sure if it's just the killer you're paying for. I would imagine it's both. Either way, I, I don't know if I like that. I think that's still dancing on the line of pay to win, um, even mm. if it's not, because you run into situations where characters aren't balanced properly, um, and that could still lean towards this person's overpowered for, for what you're paying. Yeah. Um, they may not see it in that light, but I that's how I'm looking at it. It happens as well like that a lot yeah you see that happen all the time something will be released it's something you have to pay for and it's too that character is too powerful so it ends yeah. up turning in that situation even though maybe they didn't mean for that to happen because they just don't have the numbers to, to to balance that sort of stuff that's why uh, a month down the track you see balance changes come out and things things are you know hopefully settle down a bit more yeah. uh, but until then you, you've got a bunch of people rolling around with characters which others don't and mm-hmm. uh, way better so anyway i wrote about that yeah i gave it a nine i'm yeah i'm pretty happy with a 20 dollar game that has given me a lot of hours and i think it's a very well made game in, in terms of for an independent game that's in a in well a supported yeah exactly yeah. um i think i'm the highest on metacritic probably at the moment yeah. i'm pretty sure the next one was like game informer like 8.5 and that's when it was first released so that's pretty cool um at least it was. It's supposed to be on Metacritic. I don't know if it is yet. So we'll see. So check that out, Survivor.com, and a um, bunch of other Halloween stuff going up there this week that the other guys have written. So that should be interesting. Yeah. Awesome. Otherwise, I'm at Twitter.com/slash Luke Laurie. You can also follow me there. Nice. I've been very active uh, the last couple of days. Cool. What about you, Joby Jojo? I tweet like a maniac. Had a couple of good rants today. Good rant about how TDM is shit. Good rant about onesies, I guess. It wasn't a good rant. It was terrible. Anyway, uh, and, you know, I'm posting more videos on Twitter as well. So follow me if you want to watch some silly videos where I murder people. Good times. I did a lot of bragging this this week, huh? It's a good deal of bragging. On Twitter? No, on this podcast. Oh, okay. It was like I'm the best... Did I'm you post any of these videos on the Facebook page? No. Okay. I could do. Um, I don't know what the requirements for Facebook videos are, but I'll look into it and I'll chuck them up. Um, yeah. Because on Twitter, it has to be fucking 30 frames a second, which drives me bananas. So I put them on streamable instead because then they can be in 1440p and 60 frames per second, which is how we were playing Time for 2 which yeah. looks gorgeous like that, by the way. That's yeah. Sick. Um, did you did you see the new Terry Tate video? Uh, with Donald Trump? Yeah. Pretty funny. It's pretty fucking good. How good pretty is Terry Tate? Funny. He's amazing. He's the best. Why do they bring those ads back? That doesn't make any sense, right? No. Like, there's always these amazing ads people come up with, and they're yep. super good, and then it's like, well, fuck, can't do them again. Yeah, no, well, that's done. Yeah. I guess they don't, didn't want to where's the beef it. Where's the what? Where's the beef? I don't know what that is. It's like an ad, ad campaign that, you know, or the, the, a lot, the fucking progressive insurance ones. No. Or the Amy, Amy insurance ones where like they try, they have, like they get onto something and then clearly they run out of, they, I don't know, whoever's handling it never really understood why people enjoyed it in the first place and, Suddenly, the fucking 
the chick in the Amy ads is like dating a pool boy or something. I don't know. It's confusing, man. And you're like, isn't this an ad about insurance? I don't give a fuck about this chick's life yeah. story. Like, remember when uh, Sony was doing the Kevin Butler ads with yeah. the like that shit was amazing. That was like the yeah. president or vice president of Sony. Yeah, that was funny. And then like he went and did a Nintendo ad, and they got the shits. Like, come on, man. <laughs> he did, did he? I'm pretty sure he did. Like he was on a Nintendo ad at one stage and they were not impressed. <laughs> I can imagine. You'd think they'd have a fucking, uh, something in his like contract about that. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I'm I think he say. was in, oh no, he was in a Bridgestone Wii commercial. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. We'll be back next week. We'll be at PAX. I'll be at PAX next week. Um, Job's not going to be at PAX next week. No. Uh, but we'll do a podcast before then, and it should go up uh, while I'm at PAX, and hopefully Job will be able to post it. I should be, I suppose. Are you having a, a not non-PAX party? Oh, yeah, totally, that I won't be able to go to because I'll be fucking too busy. So With what? Uh, playing a game. Which game? Uh, Call of Duty. Oh. I guess I can say that. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's out that weekend, so fucking why not? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, what are you looking forward to most about your non-packs weekend other than Call of Duty? Um, basketball? I suppose I can watch basketball, yes. Yeah. That'll be good. I had the best fucking Airbnb walked, man. I'm fucking mad at it. Also... Actually, the best thing about cancelling packs is that I didn't realize I'd already paid for my Airbnb. Oh. And uh, so I just got a bunch of money back. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, bonus they, money! <laughs> they let you do that. Let me do what? Cancel the Airbnb? Yeah, yeah you got money back. I did it soon enough, like in, outside of the time we know or whatever the fuck. Nice. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We'll be back next week. I guess more gap. Tides. Yeah, see ya. Uh, happy birthday, Luke. No. Yep. Bye. Bye. Bye.